You can't hear it? Mm-mm. Oh, then put it down. Oh, I kind of hear it. Oh, whatever. It's fine. Well, it, I don't know how to, I don't know when you're supposed to hear it and when you're not. Oh, there you go. Just had to get that burp out of the way. Oh, I'm <laughs> right now. Okay, that's our cold open. <laughs> so good. So good. Come on, come on. Think about all those offers. Come on, come on. Your future with offering. I swear on all my sports, when he's gone, the world will be yours. Welcome to the Super Hot Bad Guy Podcast, the place where we discuss the hot villains of any gender from any genre. These include crime, drama, action, adventure, romance, and good old horror. We're your hosts, Eric Blake, Natasha Baptiste, and Markella Dykfus. And we have guests. We do. So many guests. Hi. <laughs> we have two guests. <laughs> this has never happened before. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm George Perez. George Perez. I'm Krista Beeble. Krista <laughs> Beeble. Beeble? Like Justin Bieber, but with nice. the end over there. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I'm not a correct. It's Crystal Bieber. Yeah. Yeah. Crystal Bieber. I know. That's like a porn name. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> So with our guests for this show, um, it's a really good, like, temperature-taking maneuver to do this game that we started. It's called the Elevator Game, because I can't really think of a better name. But basically, we're going to take turns with you guys. Uh, The Elevator Game is going to be... You're on like a hospital size elevator where um, it's it's like the size that you'd roll in a hospital bed for. Some size like Mm -hmm. that. So... You're trapped in this elevator with three villains. Your choices can be based on anything anything whatsoever, what villains you want to talk to, which ones would help you escape, which villains you think are hot or whatever, and they can be from film or TV shows. And just for fun, if you're that kind of person, you can also pick them from like books or plays or any other kind of media. Um, (laughs) Well, definitely uh, Lex Luthor. Which version? I, I think a few, like maybe if you would have asked me about a year and a half ago, I would have said the Kevin Spacey. But oh, no. I understand. <laughs> uh, uh, Gene Hackman. Okay. Yeah. Fair. He hasn't done anything. I, mean, I, I probably has, but it, not that we know. I mean, Nothing's I know. come out. He has. <laughs> and he's a genius, so I go with him. Nice. Um, and he's very smart. Very, very smart. He could probably get you out of the Um. So I'm a comic book nerd, so I'm probably just going to stick with comics. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's like your first intro into villains, though. Comics, probably. Yeah, yeah probably. Uh, well, because they're the most, like, they theatrically the just, like, villainous, right? So, yeah. I mean, it's just... It's easier to go there. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think an easy one would be Catwoman, but is she really a villain? Uh, she is on the border. Where That is allowed, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Because not only is she hot, I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> he had Anne Hathaway's picture after seeing her. In. Is that the Catwoman? <laughs> like Batman, like on his own forever. I, mean, like, I just recently. She's te- like, like, technically she's like, a bad guy. Yeah, she's bad guy. But she's oriented. a cat burglar, so she would be able to. You'd be able to escape, right? I mean, that's like yeah. Bad. She's bad guy that's... like Robin Hood, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cute masks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cute masks are bad. 
Therefore, she's a villain. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, if you were a villain, you'd be my number one. <laughs> oh, Is number one good guy podcast. Uh, I was sure you were going to pick wrestling villains. That's what I was thinking. Can I? Yeah. Because yeah. I would pick like, the villain, Marty Skrull. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you're, is that the shirt you're wearing? Yes. That that, so this guy's a wrestler, and his name is literally the villain, Marty Skrull. Wow. And his whole premise is that he is a villain. He, <laughs> we should really branch into wrestling heels. Yeah. Oh, my God. It'd we should be just so pick good. our top three uh, heels. Gold Ooh. dust. Oh. <laughs> well, we can't both pick gold dust. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, if I, if I, yeah, if I can pick a wrestler, then yes, villain Marty Skrull. Nice. I'm sorry, yeah. I like Samoa Joe. Because he's like... No, because he actually scares me. <laughs> yeah. No elevator ride with him? No. Okay, you'll be in a small space with him. Nice. Also, okay. I love this picture that you painted for us and what you're into. <laughs> um, Krista. Yes. You're up next. All right. So, the only one I can think of right off the bat is Regina George. Like, right off the bat. Because, like, I feel like... I won't see it. Here's why. Because, like, if I'm trapped in an elevator with somebody, like, I feel like she would be, like, just such a just straight bitch for the whole ride. And it's funny. You know what I mean? Like, you'd always be, like, laughing. Like, we could go sit in a corner and, like, make fun of the other two people. Oh, I can't wait to see that. have to figure out. I wish you'd done her last, because then it's like, you know, now we're gonna... And then we just talk shit. Well, she's the only person I'd want to be trapped in an elevator with so far. And also, because she's, like, queen bee status, I feel like she would also, like, figure out some way of, like, organizing everybody to get us unstuck out of the elevator. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, practical yeah. stuff, like, you know, Avengers team She up, would use like, that would rich, out. white, privilege so hard. She would, yeah. You know, her cell phone is the only one that's working on this elevator, you know what I mean? So, she wasn't a good guy, but I'm going to use her, like, you know, desire to just, like, only benefit herself. To get us out of an elevator. If Regina yeah. is the one getting all of you guys out of this elevator, who are the other two villains? I know. <laughs> <laughs> On pins and needles. I know. I like didn't even think that far. It was like Regina George, and then I got like carried away listening to George's three villains because I was like, oh. Uh-huh. We have. <laughs> we sadly we have set a precedent. No minors. Otherwise, Regina George is a great villain. Oh, oh yeah. The you know character's what? a minor. Yeah. Like, in okay, this, in the elevator that. game, oh, it's this fine. is fine. Because yeah. it's not based on attraction. But it just made no. me think about doing a, an episode about Regina George. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, that it's would be awesome. Girl. And I was like, oh, it's high school. No, it's no Draco rare. Malfoy episode for but us. We are yeah. above 18. Word. Word. Ooh, actually, Harry Potter characters. I know, I was just thinking, but I feel like that's Escape like Escape Giannis or whatever. Like a, who's the wolf guy? Sirius Black? No, the other hot wolf teacher. The hot him. wolf. No, totally, totally. Okay. You're like the other hot teacher. Everybody's like, "Who is she talking about?" Oh, <laughs> the skinny, uh, lanky uh, guy with his oh. clothes hanging off of his shoulders. Where are you going there already? <laughs> so oh, we're I gonna started, get there soon. We, I started rewatching True Blood. Oh and, God, here um, we go. I love True Blood though. Like it's so trash bag. Yeah. But um, <laughs> the vampire Pam. I don't know if you could consider her blonde. a villain. Yeah, she's like she's one of Eric's like progeny. But she's like again. I don't know. I feel like I'm only choosing like bitchy blonde white blonde. <laughs> but like yeah. But again, like I just feel like she'd be so fun to be trapped in an elevator with because she'd be just so mean. You're gonna have a party in the elevator. That's like literally all I'm thinking. You're about. picking people who would always have flasks on them, yes, which is actually kind of smart. Thank you. Exactly. Like this is literally where my brain's going because I'm. I don't know, man. 
I feel like I have to choose a hot one I feel now like to be trapped in an elevator in, with. Pam's hot. In context yeah. now, I'm yeah. thinking like the um, the lead villain of, into- of of Cruel Intentions. I'm like, oh my god, one yeah. more bad bitch. Sarah Michelle <laughs> of age. Another blonde, but I feel like now I can't choose Is another she blonde. blonde. In that movie, she's no. bra- she's brunette in that You're movie, right, and yeah. And she's the craziest the one. Yes, yes, she's the one who had like cocaine in her. She is the straight up wild card. <laughs> Man, no, she can't be on the elevator. That's no. too many. All I can think of is just Charlie, like wild card, him just jumping out of a van. Because <laughs> Regina and Pam, that's yeah. tolerable, but Regina with. Sarah Michelle Gellar's character oh, that they be would be much. so upset the whole time and it wouldn't mm-hmm. you wouldn't enjoy yourself. They would no. all be talking shit about each other That's or the I'm vampire. Saying. Like how fun yeah. would that be to just be no. like sitting in the corner? Just an, an infinite <laughs> slap loop. Yes. Sarah Michelle Gellar and the and Regina George would both sit in the corner talking shit about the vampire while you laugh Definitely. in the corner, which would actually be pretty entertaining. I do have a third one, and it's Fifi O'Hara, the drag queen. Do you watch Oh, yes. Shaggers? Oh, because boy. do you remember, like, when she was on season four and she was like, go back to Party City where you came from. And she was like, <laughs> like, she was like, she's a villain. And there was that, and then she was an all-star. She did that thing where she was, like, talking all that shit about Alyssa Edwards. And then the, like, God, mirror <laughs> comes up and Alyssa Edwards is just, like, you know, like, face, like, just, like, That's staring so at her. That's so sad. This, this is, like... The villain. <laughs> but I'll take it. No, but I love it. I, don't, I feel like what this says about me a little bit is like, I might be a villain secretly because I just want to like hang out with like, I just want to like get like a bunch of like bitchy people together in a room and hang out with like, them. So I can choose you. Yes, you can. Oh, it's Aww. meant to be. Also, she's crafty. Like yeah. she did. Well, I think we've really learned time. something here tonight. <laughs> Join us next time. Yes. <laughs> Oh, this is already so much fun. Okay. <laughs> I'm so glad you guys are here. So there's a change really quick before we really get into the meat of the episode. Um, we're doing an experiment, kind of like Seymour is doing his experiments in the basement. You yeah. kind of are doing ours. We're creating a monster. We're creating yeah. a monster. Uh, let's be honest, all podcasts are Pokemon and they evolve. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so we are evolving our Pokemon podcast. Um in the past, we all just kind of did like a body of an episode where we're all just kind of jumping over each other talking. Mm-hmm. But what we're trying this episode is um, one of us is going to kind of talk first. Like Natasha is going to give all her points, everything she wants to say. We're going to talk about it with her. Then we're going to do Eric. Then we'll go to me. I'm going to leave it up to our guests if they want to take a turn. And we're going to just make it so like we're not maybe stepping over each other as much but that's probably gonna happen anyway all right who wants to i don't mind starting because i just watched this super super recently as well and i just realized that there are two endings to this movie Ha-ha. you guys just saw the one that i probably saw as a kid but this time around i saw a different ending what, what was a different ending oh you don't know the movie yeah. we're doing <laughs> <laughs> It's called Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> End the episode. <laughs> We're doing Little Shop of Horrors. We're doing Audrey 2 and hopefully a little bit of Oren. Is that his name? Oren something? The Dentist. The Dentist. He's, yeah. 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 There's some sexy villains. There's some problematic villains. There's, yeah. there's a whole lot of gushing witness. It's going to do a dash of him, but mostly Audrey. So I, I was actually curious about this. Is Seymour actually the hero? Well, he's kind of the one um, that's doing the dirty work. I mean, kind of the. He's like a Renfield type, though. It's always in the remake, 
the people are always accidentally dying around him, and then he just kind of goes with it. Right. But, I mean, right. he's not, like, you know, Innocence. absolutely against mm-hmm. all that's going on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true. Can I point out something really quickly? Yeah. So, because I had never seen this movie before, but I did know that this movie was about, like, a plant that was, like, an evil plant. So I was like, oh, my God, knowing what the premise of this whole podcast was. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if I'm equipped to talk about to talk about this, like, this like plant fetish thing we're about to, like, dive into. Like, I don't know if I have the tools in my toolbox. Is there a plant Just go fetish? with it. Ruminate yes, just go on, with yeah. it. Okay. Every once Think in a while. Think about weird stuff people have said to you in the past. Like, you know, I bet that was a plant Every person. once in yeah. a while, we have to do the monster episodes. Not Pennywise It monsters, like Monster Monsters, which we're, is what we're doing right now. Here for it. <laughs> Scared, but here for it. <laughs> Right. There's some tentacle stuff in this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. There's yeah. The name of this episode sure is, is There's some tentacle Actually, stuff. Actually, <laughs> since I don't know what you guys are going to talk about during this episode, I know that mine definitely has a not safe for work warning, hard not safe for work warning. So I'm just putting that out there. I don't know about, about you guys. I mainly just yeah. went into the movie and I thought there was a lot of very obvious fetish stuff that you mm-hmm. were going to find a lot of stuff in your... You're oh, yeah. more internet search. So for this is an episode stuff. where you might want to use the headphones around coworkers and children. <laughs> <laughs> where to start? I mean, usually we start off describing what the monster looks like, but yeah. this movie starts off with an opening scroll and an amazing opening music number. Oh, and I was so like, good. oh yeah, the music in this is really good. I forgot and it has it a was. great Greek chorus, like, ugh. Two-thirds of which were like in Martin. Crystal. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> Crystal, Ronette, and other girl, I can't remember. Chiffon. Chiffon? Mm-hmm. There we go. <laughs> yeah. It's such a black name. Well, that was I'm gonna name you Chiffon. <laughs> and I definitely think, like, it was fun getting into these first, the first two tunes, Little Shop of Horrors and Skid Row. I was like, damn, mm-hmm. like, there's punk I've listened to after this that was inspired by this and like oh. had to like go and try and find those songs i'm still on that search but uh i'll i'll post that on twitter or something i'll post a comparison because like one part of skid row in particular i was like oh shit i think uh propaganda or something like loved that song and wrote something exactly like that that's really so cute cool. so yeah the music in this is so, so good, good. Yeah. and it's just like i i really didn't need too much monster and the monster shows up finally in a coffee can and looks like a limp dick in a coffee can. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not the only one. And that's how we meet Audrey, too. And I was like, look, we can't avoid this. We ha- we can't dance around this for too long. We- it starts off looking like a limp dick. And yeah. then, like, the first time, like, you really get a close-up, you also see that it has these big old lips. And it's mm-hmm. just like, this is the most sensuous plant of all time. Seymour, oh, yeah. Seymour oh, yeah, because it kisses it. It kisses first, like... Seymour mm-hmm. holds it like he's holding his dick. Yeah, yes. it's, like, very precious. Well, he, <laughs> he sings about getting it up. I mean, that's, like, the song that he sings. And he has oh, yeah. to engorge, <laughs> yes. it, engorge it with blood. Yes. Yeah. To get his... <laughs> yeah, it's like, what do I have to do to make you get up? Like, what? I've given you water. I've given yeah. you dirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And I mean, yeah. This movie's I mean, also about anatomy. Definitely my, <laughs> my favorite plant quote is definitely later on, but like, why not right now? Must be blood. Must be fresh. <laughs> must be like, fresh. Yes. <laughs> this is so creepy. <laughs> oh my God. Um, 
And certain things I loved about all this opening build-up before the plant even gets big, this dude walks in a suit with a super robotic appearance, like, what's up with that plant? And I was like, I fucking love this guy. That's Christopher, Christopher Guest. Guest. <laughs> I had to look it up. I had to look it up right away because I was like, I bet that's one of my favorite actors and it's just too young. Yeah, I like yeah. just yeah. forgot. Christopher right. Guest. Fucking amazing. Just lights up. Yeah, Wasn't he in the last movie we were doing too? I feel like his name comes up a lot. He's a director. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, all those. Uh, you should see his so movies familiar. if you haven't. You'll I have seen all of those, show. but I just. He is definitely very. Uh, I loved his scene. Oh, man. Yes. Where did you get it? <laughs> he's, he's so robotic and like. This is such a side note, but like seeing him on like any other. I saw him on something where uh, uh, Ricky Gervais interviews his heroes. And then Jerry Seinfeld. That's how he murders comedians. Is he just like he straight mans them, and it's just so fucking funny. Oh my god, he's a genius. Well, his character too. Like, does that make him a villain though in real life? Yeah, yeah. (sighs) Sounds like Andy. Something Andy Kaufman would do. Well, in the first movie, that character was so fucking weird. Yes, and it was so long winded, which was what was so weird. And there are so many weird characters in that movie. I'm not giving it enough credit. Because that guy's character came in, he was like, carnations, please, and just starts eating the carnations. What? Oh, in the And he's like, though? oh, I've ate flowers all over the world. And he, and pulls, like, he pulls salt out of yeah, his Yeah, and he's just sprinkling and, like, salt on salt. the like petals, and he's like, mmm. Eric, you didn't watch the original for this, did you? <laughs> I watched the end of the original for this, but I had seen it before in relation to an, another old movie that I had seen, made by the people who made the old Little Shop of Horrors, which was Buckets of Blood. They're almost the same movie, just with uh, a different murder art piece. So after after Audrey's lips first appearance, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> weird stuff I noticed as far as like that first guy bought roses for fifty bucks, but only had a hundo, so he bought a hundred dollars worth of roses. But then every other item they ring up is under ten dollars, and it's massive fucking piles of flowers. <laughs> you I was know. like, I was like, what is the Price system here. <laughs> so that, that would me also, it was Skid Row, so it was weird that all the people that were coming into the shop were so nicely dressed. Right. Like they yeah. looked like they were from a really nice part of town, mm-hmm. really beautiful jewelry, mm-hmm. hair, makeup, everything, oh. and buying all these flowers. And it was like, so why are you in Skid Row? Did you notice that the entire plant shop got a paint job and a new rug and yeah. everything to everything got brighter? A new yeah. Mushnik yeah. sign. And yeah, it really traveled at that kind of Mel Brooks style pace where it was just really getting through all these beats really quick to get to like the murder and stuff, as you are wont to do. Yeah. And then before that, like, the plant tries to sniff a girl's butt. (laughs) Okay, can I just like point out something that really disturbed me about that? Disturbing me. Because like... Did you notice that when he put his finger and it was like he tried to give him like the finger with blood on it and the finger without blood... Like, he only likes things that are bleeding. So, yeah. Oh. So she had to have been on her period or That's something. Your body's like that. I was like, what? I was like, was that? <laughs> That's when I realized, like, was it wasn't like, a butt joke. and stuff? No. So it's a butt joke I for kids. No I actually went, I went through three stages of this, which were <laughs> equally dark. And I was like, I was like, first off, I was just like, oh, but. And then I was like, oh, maybe 
It's like uh-huh. vagina because there's more blood there. I was like, oh, yes, and it all came together. And I was like, didn't get that as a kid. No, nope. way over <laughs> my head. And its tongue was going all crazy. Oh, I was like, God. no. Well, my, yeah, my whole thing was like, no, she's wearing red. I mean, yeah, I mean, blood is red. I wasn't. Yeah, that, I didn't cross my mind. But I wasn't also thinking don't about. Have also a didn't cross my mind. I thought they were just trying to say that the plant was like cool and it was like DTF and like oh, like, no. cool, like a cool like hip plant that was like into oh, stuff. Oh no. Mm-hmm. no, no, likes butts. No. No, he's sharp. Like, even as a child? They were establishing it as male, I thought. But then I was like, there's a blood joke here. Like, it works on multiple sure. levels. As well, far as it's you guys like are a, smarter. I, you're more sophisticated than I. <laughs> I definitely missed... about recognizing the Shark Week joke in the, like... <laughs> I definitely missed that. Because mm. I was just like, oh, he just... He's hungry. Like, I didn't yeah. even get that it was, like... Hungry for something. Hungry for something. Isn't all the people he eats, too, like, men... No, because he does try and eat the Audrey girlfriend. Wants. Yeah. Audrey well, no, he tries to, but doesn't all the people he actually eats? Yeah. So he wanted something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exotic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so the plant hasn't even grown yet. <laughs> but I did, I liked that this movie was like, it was really focused on Audrey One since we bring her up, like, and like the fact that she's in a, an abusive relationship and there's a bunch of shitty dudes, but like, there's this particular shitty dude who we don't see for a while. And then we she has this amazing, amazing daydream. And then we finally see Steve Martin. <laughs> the, the plant is out of this whole setting up the whole uh, Audrey and Steve Martin thing. So we might as well talk about this now. Because Steve Martin. Was what he the right it? choice for this? He's no. an amazing singer and uh, amazing comedian. But, uh... I didn't buy that he was a bad guy, but I still loved him in this movie. Yes. He's doing like a <laughs> really... Absolutely right. Uh, you know what? The black that... hair threw me off. Same. That was wrong. I think that was what it was black and his leather thing, and he always just looks like a dad. So I just (laughs) never like too much father of the bride. (laughs) Yeah, like and that might be it too. Like all the other movies I've seen him in, he's always been like the goofy dad. So seeing him playing this like motorcycle, but the dynamic between but I loved him in it. Bill Murray. Oh yeah, yeah. So good. Scene was just like. Oh. Just like they're <laughs> they're in two different worlds, and you can see it in their faces. And that you can was see just it in their like, eyes when their, they yeah, look like, at each other. Yeah, like exactly. They're so like making notes, this eye contact. Yeah. It, it's oh, it's beautiful. I like beautiful. how Steve Martin gets completely freaked out by Bill Murray. Oh yeah, like he's like get out I'm of sorry, here. I know we jumped we jumped <laughs> ahead. No, 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 it's perfect because yeah. That, so my notes basically go from like wow, Steve. Martin's first appearance. Then there's some blood feeding the the plant. It's like kind of growing. It's getting a little bigger. It's a bigger penis. It's just getting it's a bigger more penis. and more engorged. <laughs> the tentacles are growing. It's just oh man, there's a whole lot of, yeah. there's a whole lot of stuff going on. But then then that Bill Murray scene happens, and it's like he's gonna go feed him a full person because it has to be blood, has to be fresh. One of my favorite lines in this. And Bill Murray's totally into it. And I was like, first off, this scene went longer than it had to. Didn't even actually. <laughs> Didn't so, even need it. Didn't need to be in there, but how yeah. could you not include it? It's yeah. fucking amazing. Candy it's bar. Joke. <laughs> it, well, it, yeah, it's just it's an iconic scene. It's just like it, you're right. It did not need to be in the movie, but God bless them for like putting it in the movie. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. It. kinky as fuck. Yeah, love, like you, yeah. you see, you see Bill Murray coming. I mean, like that's just like every like every, every tool. He's just blowing like, his love. Uh-huh. I mean. It's, uh, <laughs> We, we already he, established that you're wearing headphones for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. He, yeah. Has his, he has his own bib and puts his own yeah. cotton. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is so... Yes, doctor. So amazing. 
He's like stalking creepy dentists. The only thing that makes this like so great is when you see the first one. I always forget that guy's name. Jack Nicholson. There we go. Yeah. And he's that guy who's just like, is that all? Like after the drilling, and you're like, he has such a creepy face. And he did this really creepy hairstyle where he parted it down the middle, oh, and it no. was like, yeah, Poindexter, like weird. I can just picture it. I really <gasps> so can. weird. Yeah. But I was like, that's so good because he's so fucking creepy. Like, well, there, there's that. Um, I forget the name of the of the actor. You see him in a lot of like uh, Looney Tunes cartoons, uh, where and the oh, only thing I know him from is that um, I know Twilight Zone about. episode. Yeah, and he I, talks I, like this. Yeah, I and that, that's exactly who he was, he was playing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Peter Lorre. Yeah. Peter Lorre. Peter Lorre. Yeah, he was doing a Peter Lorre like impersonation. That was also in its own right genius. Like, yeah, it's like, so good. He plucked this character out of, you know. Like, but then they got two really great characters to recreate it in a way that was like, like, that's crazy. Because the dentist, like, even though he loved inflicting pain, like, like in that scene where he was just like creeped out by he how much like that guy. He doesn't like mixing up his kinks. Yeah, He's like very, he was like, yeah. "You're not supposed to like it. Like you're yeah. supposed to be scared." Right. It's sort of the opposite. There's no. It's joke. like Elijah Wood from <laughs> Sin City. Yeah. Oh, Cry. Yeah. Well, the no, the yellow bastard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was that Elijah not Elijah Wood? Was just that sweet killer. Oh, the sorry. Killer. I saw it once in a theater. I hated it. But it's sort of the <laughs> him and Bill Murray is the opposite of that joke, which is like, um, what did the masochist say to the sadomasochist hurt me what did the sadomasochist <laughs> say to the masochist no so it's the opposite of that where that is Steve, the second time the, you've told that joke on this podcast. on this show well it, it just no. yeah. but this time it's the opposite because it's like bill murray really wants this thing and so the dentist isn't getting what he wants out of it and it's just like uh, it's so fucked up the, the, showing this to kids bill murray needs to go to the hospital in a cure for wellness Spoiler alert! On my, like, <laughs> list of things it's to watch. Horrible. And I haven't watched it. It's entertaining, yeah. but it's offensive okay. and a bummer and confusing and badly made. You're selling me on this movie. The set, <laughs> the set, the set design is gorgeous. It looks like um, the Grand Budapest Hotel, but that. like everything is blue oh. and green instead of like brightly. No, it it looks be- it looks like a beautiful film. It's just made cheesily and pretty offensive towards the end, and nothing makes sense. Word. Okay. Just be really drunk like older this. actors, right? <laughs> so the dentist is dead at this point. <laughs> uh, you get through that amazing scene, and then oh, he so kills good. himself on gas. It's just like, oh my god. I forgot so like much of this. And, oh, yeah. and the way they deflate when he dies, yeah. it's so slapstick and just, oh man. Oh, the little this apparatus? Is, it, really, yeah. it really is some good Steve That Martin. was some blue velvet stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> It's definitely, like, creepier than I think... I don't remember that as a kid. I remember the plant more. So he feeds him the dentist, and then we get to suddenly see more, and we're, we're, we're nearing the end game, which is where our experiences are going to diverge. But I do like that... <laughs> so uh, I, guess have, I guess have no idea there's another ending to this film. I didn't know, I didn't and I forgot either. about the... Uh, other ending that you guys saw. I'm not going to tell you what kind of ending yours was. I was uh, about to give it an adjective. Oh. The X ending. But well, we shouldn't we talk it. about the the two For, endings? What I want to talk about before that is just that now that the plant is full grown, like, things I completely forgot, like, how wet it looks. Yeah! <laughs> Such an amazing puppet. And it moves really, really cool. 
And For sure. all yeah. the tentacles and stuff are really, really cool. Frank Oz directed this movie. Yes. Yep. And yeah. at first I thought... Yeah. I love the guy. When we first... <laughs> <laughs> The guy that made the puppet is the same guy that worked on the Dark Crystal. So, very good talent. Definitely. Okay. So many sexy villains. (laughs) (laughs) Skexy villains? Um, Oh, you're going to leave a little rank speed. (laughs) We'll do Chamberlain in an episode (laughs) all by himself then. But yeah, so at first when we were when we were chatting about this, I was like, oh, and Jim Henson. And I was like, oh shit, it's not Jim Henson, but it's Frank Oz and his team. And they still do really good work. And it's just every way that it moves is really organic. And then it starts to get sort of human. I really love um, when it's trying to lure Audrey over. It like calls with the phone, <laughs> but it like taps its fingers <laughs> and curls the cord of the phone yeah, yeah. That is like he's impatient touch. like he's yeah. did you so like nice. how it like checks for change in the payphone yes. 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 Like, and, and it's cheap that is <laughs> very of the time yeah, yeah. <laughs> well lived on skid row but yeah then it's so it's a big sexy penis with tentacles at this totally. point and it has all the power so now the two endings so what was how did you guys like your ending, because I'd like to hear how that one goes before I talk about mine. I, I don't think mind that ending until I rewatch the the original yeah. ending, mm-hmm. and I prefer the original. Okay, so, so I don't know those. I, so I don't, the okay. Rick Moranis movie has two endings. So the ending that yeah. we saw was the one where they get the house, house. that looks like the Better Homes and Gardens mm-hmm. house that she had in the somewhere that's green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that it, I didn't like it because I don't think either of them actually I mean sure the like Audrey one deserved a happy ending but I don't think that Seymour deserved a happy ending yeah. I really don't like maybe like he kind of like he kind of like redeemed himself with the whole killing the monster thing but that was only because it was actively like hurting him personally now versus yeah. so I'm just like you don't really deserve it you would another... Audrey have a happy ending if Seymour didn't have a happy ending. yes she would because Audrey, yes, I will tell you right now, because Audrey deserved so much better than Seymour, and I was pissed, and I feel like Seymour is like, yes, because Seymour's like, wipe off your lipstick, don't wear all this makeup, and I was like, bitch, (laughs) tell her, like, that's not, and so I was just like, he's just another, like, to me, Seymour was like that, like, like, nice guy stereotype, where he's like, kind of like slightly emotionally abusive and she already has bad self-esteem let her like be like i survived and then go off and be bad bitch and then find somebody yeah because she already dressed so cool i love every outfit the blue eyeshadow like mama yes (laughs) then seymour is the third hot villain of this movie because he's so fucking hot i can't stand it that's what i was saying he's 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 a hipster working in a fucking plant shop (laughs) (laughs) and he wears sweater vests all works. <laughs> He's got that undercover kind of like, uh, 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 and the thick glasses. Yes, on. and he has a little bit of a lifts, and you're sure. like, what? Is We've happening? all been into that guy at some point in the life. You know? His glasses have been popular, at least within the Washington area. His glasses have yeah. been popular for the last ten years, and right. is still going strong. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, We've all dated or had a crush on that guy at some point in our yeah, lives. So I was like, yeah. it's fine. I yeah. just was Rick Moranis for so long. I guess. <laughs> 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 
But to answer your question, yeah. it, they they end up in the better homes and gardens, and then yes, the little yeah. uh, all right. I always like appears. endings like that where it's like <laughs> so it smiles like the yeah. end question mark. So I think that yours they would call that the happy ending, mm-hmm. but the ending I saw, I guess I would call. I think you guys will agree. The having heard what ending? I think it's the happy ending <laughs> because. Well, I liked it as an ending for this particular movie. So think back to that opening crawl where they tell you about how Earth narrowly avoids being invaded by beast creatures. Right. Well, in the ending that I saw for the first time on this rewatch, and I was like, is that really how it ends? So Audrey dies, and Seymour feeds her to Audrey 2. And then Audrey 2 is like, yo, bro, we're selling these plants left and right all across the planet already. And, like, this whole montage happens, and Seymour's just like, well, I'm a fucking piece of shit, and feeds himself to Audrey 2. And then you get almost 15 minutes of Audrey 2 destroying New York City. With multiple Audrey 2s. <laughs> There's a guy. Maybe epic. We've got to watch this You're after this. Yes. <laughs> Seymour goes up to the roof to jump off the roof, and this guy comes up behind him, and he's like, I cut a... A snippet oh, yeah, off yeah, this yeah, plant. Yeah. Here's a baby second Audrey too. We're gonna sell these all over America. And so then Seymour is like, "Okay, I'm gonna fuck things up. I'm yeah. gonna go downstairs." They have the fight that's in the version that you guys saw, but in a different part of the film. And he loses, and he gets eaten. And then they show like grocery store montages of everybody buying these Audrey shoes, and the three singer girls. Describe how. Oh, and there's so much singer across. girls. Oh my god. Because yes. they're singing the whole rest of the. The chorus comes the back the hard in yeah. the invasion ending. And they're explaining oh. that everyone across the nation have had similar stories to the one that we just witnessed. And there's just. It's basically like Ghostbusters. It's, you guys sing it right now. Well, no. <laughs> I can't sing <laughs> it. I've got my snapping fingers ready. <laughs> it's it. detailed. I can, uh, it's James Brown's you... Night Train with more words. So Shut it's same up. cities. It's not that. It's not that beach. Oh, okay. James I just mean there's a lot of cities. Night Train with like five words is like more oh. words. Now I, I do want to hear them often. do Night Train. <laughs> but is 15 minutes too long? That sounds long. It's not. That sounds like okay. a lot of like It's not really that long. But because this was the first time I've watched it since I was a kid, this scene I was like, wow, this is going for a while. And I think it was because it was the first time I'd seen it. I had seen the VHS wedding one before, but I didn't really remember it. I wasn't remembering stuff as well as uh, when I was in college, I saw that black and white, the original. And so I remember that one a little better. That's when I saw the black and white So when this second ending hit me, and I, oh man, so that's pretty much where I left off. Because I was like, (laughs) holy shit, a bunch of tentacle penises. And Mm -hmm. the main thing they do is bust through walls. Like, they're yeah. just, there'll be a wall, and they bust through and laugh. And they are laughing They are laughing. Constantly. Well, I just want to say one more thing about the, when the plants are attacking the city, it's a bizarre scene, because we've seen, like, Godzilla films and, like, monster movies where they're tearing up cities. But what makes this one different is that these Audrey 2s are, like, having the time of their lives killing all of these people, wrecking all these buildings, and they're looking at each other laughing, and they're kind of, like, leaning up the oh, yeah. against the building, so holding fives. themselves up, and, like, barrels of laughter, because they're having so much fun, like, destroying the planet. And the budget on yeah. this must have been ridiculous. And that's why I was, was like... Was it $25 million? But I also love the amazing... Ridiculous. That's so a lot of money for back then. Thinking yeah. back again to the 
opening where they tell you you they narrowly avoid an invasion and then you're right. watching this invasion i was like whoa there's an amazing throwaway opening yeah. Yeah. i was like i didn't realize this movie fucked everybody who ever watched it yeah. like i thought i would remember that at least right. like because anybody who took that seriously would be, be like i'm really disappointed that the humans didn't win but i was like i'm fucking loving this <laughs> it really didn't bother me that audrey and seymour both died if it helps. No, it made more sense because I was like, yeah, Seymour made bad decisions. He did. And a it, lot of bad decisions. I was decisions. like, oh, it's really, it's like, and his bad decisions got herd killed, and he was like, fuck it, I'm not going to live with these. And I was like, this is pretty good. This is better <laughs> than I remember for some reason. <laughs> no, it didn't test well with audiences. So he redeems then... himself a bit, unless you've seen that other ending. Right. So, but I mean, you've still got two pretty sexy villains. And, and uh, yeah, I guess there's three in this movie. I don't know. Seymour's so strong. Depending but... on the version you've seen, I think. And what's his name? Musnick? Musnick? Oh, Mushnick. Mr. Mushnick? Mushnick? He tried yeah, to do the right thing. Yeah, he's a bad guy, thing. too. No, he did. No, he, no, he did not try to do the right thing. He, he did. He did. Oh, shit. No. He oh, yeah. He, he wanted like, to figure out how to feed the plant. And then I can take care of the plant, and you gotta yeah. come. Yeah. He was just trying to get rid of Seymour. He wasn't yeah. trying. He wasn't trying to, like... Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. He was even, like... Wait, wait. Was he brought up because he's a sexy villain? No. No, he's not. He's just another villain. Yeah, he's just another villain. I mean... Nothing sexy about Mushnick. By the way, in the the 60s version, they make a lot of Jewish jokes. And well, so everyone's a villain in that like, movie. Sign of the times. Yeah, yeah. but Mr. Mushnick, he that's I did oh, think that uh, a regular thing in that, that movie. Earlier yeah. when you were saying that someone was saying that Skid Row seemed really Polish, I was like, oh, I thought that was like, I thought it was a Jewish stereotype that they were playing on with several characters. And then the, the Mel Brooks breakneck speed, I was like, is this all like also an homage? Like, and they had like a big star of David on... in one of the scenes in the, yeah. when the flower shop got all popular. Oh, I missed that. Um, now that you guys mention it, I feel like they played on a lot of Jewish stereotypes yeah. in the first movie. In the for first sure. Movie. No, oh, absolutely. Oh, like, the a whole, ton. Well, his, the, the entire character is completely based on how he was didn't like spending money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah like, his entire character was about based making money that. and not or spending. Not, yeah, making yeah. money and not spending it. And, and like, he talked about it all the time. Yes. Even at restaurants, like, waitresses were like, are you going to pay us this time? Like, we're holding the person in you're the with as collateral. And the, yeah. The, the okay. 60s. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah, because was, you have not paid us. Oh yeah, us. Mushnick is a carryover from the original yeah. movie. Oh yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I didn't remember that the sadomasochist dentist was a carryover until we were doing talking before you guys got here. And I, was like, I don't know. That's he... crazy that the... And it was Jack Nicholson, it turned out. Yeah. The dentist wasn't Jack Nicholson, but like the guy, but the, the dentist in the oh, first the guy, one. No, no, the guy in the original. In, so in the original one, the dentist he gets killed by Seymour. Yeah. Before the, the Jack Nicholson. Yeah, Jack because and then and then Seymour, Seymour conducts the the oh, dentist. Yeah. Right. He doesn't know what he's doing, and the guy's just like into it, and yeah. he leaves, and he's missing all his teeth. What an like, advanced yeah. theme. Because it wasn't the dentist that was working on it. Because it was Roger Corman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is my notes. What did you think of this sexy... <laughs> oh, the more we talk about it, the more I like the first movie. Mm-hmm. I might have to watch it again, just because it's free. So, uh, <laughs> I'll watch it. I didn't oh, know it was perfect. streaming. And they have a colored version and, like, a black and white version. Are they both streaming? Yeah. Okay. They're both, like, prime. But um, they made the second movie a lot better than the first because they, like, basically didn't draw out a lot of scenes like in the first movie you get to the flower shop and it's like you hear all this noise in the back and all the stuff breaking 
And the second scene, like, is over in, like, five seconds. But, like, they keep going for, like, so long in the first one. (laughs) Um, And then the guy comes in that eats the flowers, and you're like, that's odd. It doesn't Mm -hmm. make sense. And I don't know what that's supposed to speak to in the movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I still don't know. Mostly suits are so crazy. I kind of read up on this a little bit. So Um, So it's based off of a specific style called farce. Like the whole idea is that the more the more outlandish, the better. That's that's the story that they're trying to play. Like so, yeah. so it's just like they have these characters that are just like ridiculous and make no sense, and that's kind of yeah. where it's going. So that's where the, Bill Murray exactly pulled his character from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and and that that is the one character I loved in in the sixties version is the mom that isn't. Oh, the mom is in, insane, and she's it's great, hilarious. She's probably like my favorite character in that movie. Who's the mom? So the mom is uh, essentially what's his name? Um, Seymour. Seymour's character's mom. Ah. And so in like the second one, he's like this orphan. But in the first one, he like he's kind of a mama's boy, and she like is constantly like sick she's for no reason. Um, hypochondriac. And an alcoholic. That was the funniest part. But when that. when he got That's her the that food, yeah, the food is weird. But once she drank, she was like ninety nine percent alcohol, and I was like, <laughs> does she pretend to be sick so that he'd buy her this alcohol? But she's hiding her alcoholism with like an illness. Like I'm always ill, and the doctors can't find anything wrong with me, you know. And so she's like, get me this medicine, but this particular medicine. Yeah. So <laughs> one, at one point, they actually uh, he brings Audrey home to meet his mom for a date, and yeah. they all start off the dinner with a shot of whatever that medicine was, and that was their... Yeah. And this mom, too, like, the other crazy thing is, like, she was so entwined with her son, too. Like, she was trying to talk him out of even, like, marrying this girl. Because he's like, I really love Audrey, and I really want to marry her. And she's like, she's no good for you, and she'll just leave you. And I'll never leave you. And I'm always here. And you're like... Okay, mom. Because I'm going <laughs> first. Um, chill. And he was like, no, mom. Like, I love her. And it was just kind of weird because usually when you see those characters, the son's like, you're right, mom. You're right. She will leave me. And, like, he was just like, no, like, she's cool. I love cool. how you're channeling the acting that was in that movie. <laughs> but it was just so – and I get why they made – after seeing the first one, like, why Audrey uh, voice in the second one makes so much more sense because Audrey in the first one had pretty normal voice, but she seemed pretty slow. Like <laughs> there's a point where the plant is speaking and they're having a picnic in the plant shop and it's like, feed me. And she's like, I just gave you your sandwich. <laughs> oh, why, no, are you, why are you acting like that? Seymour. And he was like, Oh, I'm just, I have a lot on my mind. And it's like, feed me. <laughs> and she's like, Seymour, if you keep acting like this, I'll have to leave. And like, oh, no. she's looking right at him and his lips aren't moving. So it was like, clearly, boo. Like, it's not <laughs> But it was just, so it made so much more sense that like in the oh, second dear. one, she's just like, oh, hi, Seymour. <laughs> like really squeaky, like high pitched voice that's like super sweet. And like, but I, I will say in the second one, I felt really bad for her. I'm like, you're fucked either way. Because she didn't really want to be with Seymour. Seymour was just nice. 
Because the, there's not really, like, a like bad guy. I though. Because she, like, at the beginning, like, she has that whole song about, like, how Seymour's so lovely and nice and she would live with well, him. Well, no, that's could, what I mean. Like, know? in that song, it wasn't so much that she would love him. It's so much that she would just have a nice life. Like, oh, I see. He's not going to beat her. Like, they'll, yeah. she, anything she'll make, he'll just be like, thanks, wife. Frozen like, TV dinner. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I loved how she, sterile that like fantasy was so sterile and it had cartoon the- birds yeah. and separate beds the i was like yes beds. this yeah. is the best and the separate beds and she's just like <laughs> yeah she lovingly puts her arms around like a t- a shiny tin metal toaster that's a machine. Yeah, yeah. like and all the like a vagina. Couch, yes. it's so like sterile. a cold, it's sterile plastic <laughs> vagina. Oh. So are her kids the toasts that come out of that? Like those two yeah. slots? because <laughs> she didn't have two kids and then just like pop out. But I I felt bad for her either way. And then it made even more sense when they did like the whole conversation. Like I'm just a nothing, and yeah. I don't deserve anything, and I don't deserve you. And they had that whole conversation. It was like, well, no shit. Like, she wants to be with Seymour. Like, he's never going to cheat on her. Mm-hmm. Like, no woman's going to really Seymour. hit on him. You know, because he's just like this goofy, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I think we just established that all y'all would hit on him. Okay, but like, in the <laughs> universe, in the movie. Like, in the movie. such an awkward yeah. turtle, too. He lives in the basement. Yeah. Well, you just carry him to bed every night. Oh, gosh. Oh, he is very small. <laughs> yeah, he Jeez, is very small. You know, yeah. Portable. <laughs> I do like that they, like, warped elements in a really great way from the first movie to mm-hmm. this one. And even, um, like, in the first movie, there's a scene where the... Musnick? I can never Mushnick. say Mushnick. Mushnick is, is, like, in the shop hiding in, like, the cooler where the flowers go. Yeah. <laughs> And someone, and for whatever reason, no one locked their doors. So this guy broke right? into the shop. I noticed. I noticed in the, like the second movie too. Like, yeah, everyone no, kept walking in and out. It's like you're skid row, but you're like cool with like leaving exactly. your doors unlocked. I so uh, and I was like Seymour. That's not the first thing you're gonna check. Yeah, is and you're right. chopping hum, homeboys up like in the <laughs> open. Didn't make any sense. Any hobos sleeping in our basement? It's crazy. Again, they're in Skid Row, right? Yeah. Well, it's kind yeah, of the idea that yeah. Yeah. So there's a shot when they when Seymour peers over across the street to Audrey fixing her hair. There are two men sleeping on the street between them. Uh-huh. Yeah. As like part of like the yeah. the the scene. I don't know the, yeah. the scenery. The apartment right next to her, all the windows were busted out. And I was like, girl, you gotta get out of that <laughs> Right? Um, but anyways, like, in the first one, this gunman comes in and tries to rob him. And Mushnik is the one that backs him into, like, the flower. Right. And he's like, no, I have the money. I have money. It's in the flower. You gotta look into the flower. Like, knock on the flower and it will open. And you just look deep into the flower and you'll find it. Because there's no teeth or anything. It literally looks like an Easter basket. Oh, so he's, uh, like, it doesn't look like it's something that's, like, going to eat you. Yeah. And so he starts looking in. He's like, I don't see it. And he's like, you've got to go all the way to the bottom. I hide it at the bottom of the flower. And so the guy, like, starts looking into the flower for money. And then, like, the flower eats him. And it's like, it was just a better way to do that scene with, like, in the second movie with Mushnik, like, yeah, get out of town and He's actually tell me how to feed to the flower. And he was like, guy. "Okay, I'll tell you." How but to that's feed the flower. also not. Isn't that not even Seymour trying to back him up into the plant though? It no. was. Oh, I thought it was. I just, yeah. Doesn't the plant? Doesn't Audrey too surprise 
Seymour by eating Mr. Mushnick. So it wasn't like Seymour was trying to have no. Seymour was backing him. He doesn't have to cut him into pieces. He just swallows him whole. I think that's what surprises him because he had to cut up the last person. Yeah, he did say that he had to cut. I I I think it's more of a that was his intention, but he didn't. He was compliant. Want to do it? It's not. It's not like he was like. Like he thought about it. It's like, yes, this is how I'm going to get out of this. I'm just going to keep talking. Yeah. But I'm innocent because I'm not doing really it. doing anything. Or Audrey yes. was going to actually help him, and right. like he'll back him up, and he'll just like but, yeah, I'll throw him into a wall. But the, yeah. the vision of it, the view of like he's watching this man who's supposed to be his father mm. being eaten alive. Eaten it. It's like holy. Shit. I'm surprised that they even did like a happier ending. Because in the first film, too, like, he feeds himself to the yeah, flower. Yeah, what happens in so, the first one? Yeah, he feeds Spoiler himself alert. to yeah. the flower. And it's just, like, wow. it's just, like, really awesome and crazy. Because it's so supposed he, to be put on a float for this, like, high school. And they're supposed to be, like, buying all these flowers from this flower shop. So the whole purpose was to, like, keep this plant alive so this high school would buy all the flowers for their float. And spend, like, thousands of dollars there. And so they had, like, the float commissioner or some lady come over to see the flower. And when it bloomed, the middle of the flower was just the faces of all the people that it's eating. Oh, that's yeah. really yeah. creepy. What and the hell? And it's, like, stretched out creepy. faces. It had and it's paper machine. It had these, like, yes. Worse. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, stretched out, too, so you're, like... I don't what? remember that. Yeah, well, well, what makes it... What so makes it uh, I don't know if I'd want to remember that. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> it does. What makes it just, like, that much more hilarious, though, is uh, this version isn't... It, it's not a... Uh, it's not an alien. It's literally just... Seymour created this uh, creature. I am glad they took out, like, like in the first one, he gets, like, hypnotized by the plant. And he goes and finds, like, a sex worker and, like, brings her back to... And they have a really weird interaction, too, which is why I'm just, like, it's really long-winded. But, like, <laughs> he ended up, like... She either got knocked out or something, and he, like... He threw a rock in the air. He yeah. keeps throwing these giant oh, rocks, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. how he keeps accidentally she killing people. Said an accident she anymore. said, you want to go to my place or yours? Let's flip a coin. Watch and he said, I, didn't, I don't have yeah. a coin. And I was like, at that point, she should have walked away, because if you don't have a coin, he's not going to pay you. Yeah. And um, yeah. he was she like, was let's flip this rock. And he was like, okay, call in there. Flip and she was rock. like, I'll Where's have the, the wet side. The or wet side. Okay. The wet side or whatever. And he like throws it up. The and it wet side. Yeah. It was just like weird things like that would happen. And I was like, well, if that was happening throughout the whole movie, that would make more sense. But it was just like one killed character. He was like hypnotized well, no, 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 by the no, clan. No. Well, the first person he killed though. Oh, yeah. But the first person he killed, he was chucking rocks and accidentally hits this officer in the head. And he accidentally stumbles in front of a in front of yeah. the train. Yeah. And then he takes this dead body and just like carries it. Dude's got superhuman strength because he's just carrying it, like it. nothing. Yeah. He's just like, hey, I'm just bringing yeah. this home to, yeah, to, to the plant. And, and it's uh, like in Skid Row, so nobody. Junior. Yeah. Junior. That's the difference. And then and he cut the body up and had it in a bag. And then Audrey was just like, feed me. And he was like, no. Well, just a little. No! And then he like was squeezing the like, blood out of yeah. the hand, and then he would just start dropping hand, and then the foot, and then it was like all these random body parts. Like, so is the is why did you bring the body back? Is yeah. Audrey Junior hot? No, not, not that as sexy plan, as the. Uh, no, LGBT. it looks like a high school project. I didn't think so. I definitely liked Audrey 2. I was not into it. Audrey 2 was great. But the mom is my favorite. She's wearing she this flapper's a- outfit when they're, like, presenting the plant so that they can make all this money to, like, the high school. 
<laughs> she oh, was God. like, I'm so, so proud of my boy. So this is the scene I watched. The like, end scene. And I was like, wow. <laughs> okay, so I haven't seen it in so long. The reason why she's my favorite character is the food. So she cooks for Seymour, but cooks with medicine. Ew. So she like puts like antacids in her food. So that's Seymour... That's what he grew up with. Oh, so, so then, he's like fucked up on drugs. Yeah. So uh, yeah, technically yes. So at one point, Audrey makes him a peanut butter jelly sandwich. That's my favorite. And he's like, "I've never tasted food like this." No. Yeah. This is sad. And, yeah, and then she's like, well, "It's just a peanut butter and jelly sandwich." She's like, well, where's the medicine? Like, how's this? What's the point in that? It doesn't make you feel better. Ew. There's a lot of layers. Yeah. It's like an onion. I so think what that are you was putting like in your body? Her, yeah. That was like her red flag that I think she took seriously because during that entire conversation when they're having dinner, she's like, well, if you're going to keep acting like this, Seymour, well, I'm just going to leave and you just call me when you're feeling no better. And like state. leaves and I bet you she just walked out the door like, <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> right. So was she dating? Okay, so I haven't seen this first movie. So did this dinner with Seymour happen before or after she, air quotes, broke up with Orin? Oh, she was. She never. She dated never dated. She Orin. never. She always never had a crush Orin. on uh, okay. Seymour. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She always had a huge crush on Seymour. Every time, like uh, Mushnik went to fire him, she's like, "No, just give him another chance." The eighties version is a proper romantic comedy where the gotcha. girl already has some guy. Yeah. I was so mad about that because like Seymour uh-huh. kills Orin, uh-huh. and then like two seconds later, she's like. It's a miracle. It's <laughs> called Suddenly Seymour. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. Suddenly They knew what they were right? doing. That's why I was like, it's a horror movie, like, through and through. Because, like, she's immediately like, let's Wait, bone this you guy who murdered my ass. You she already wanted it from you know, her fantasy she thing. Did, so, like, she did, she did, yeah. you know, but it's like, honey. You both got over your consciences. Yeah. Audrey says that she she never thought that someone like Seymour would go for her. Like, she right. says that. And that really yeah. sticks out to me because apparently... And in the like the very first scene that they're together, um, Mushnik wants to close up shop, and she's like super into like, hey, go show Mr. Mushnik this plant that you've been working on, and she's like, they remind me of like two coworkers that are like best friends at work, and yeah. they're just like they've been friends for a long time. They have like a camaraderie at work. They're they spend like most days together, and she apparently really likes him to begin with, and he. We find out kind of later he likes her. Well, he yeah. liked her pretty early on because remember when he introduces the plant, he's like, "It's Audrey too." You know, yeah. he names the oh, plant. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like, hope that's okay. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, sure." Right? <laughs> oh, you did it perfect. Oh, sure. Yeah. I fucking love those types of voices too. Yeah. That was all. I um appreciated the first film more after watching the second film. The puppet looks better wet than like a wet. burlap puppet. Yeah, <laughs> it's wet. And... All right, you've convinced me to watch the first movie. I was going to do it anyway, and honestly, but I really like, want to see it now. It's only an hour and 13 minutes, yeah. so it's That's not so a huge investment. But what I do appreciate, too, it makes me appreciate the second one more, too, mm-hmm. because the way the first one's filmed, it looks like a play. Like, it looks like something you would see. The second one looks like a play. Yeah, yes. yeah but the first one does, too. It's right. literally like three scenes. Or three or four scenes, like, even where the cop dies, like, it looks like the same place he runs to at the end of the film. Like, it all just kind of looks like it's supposed to be some kind of play that they ended up filming. There's a, like, interview with the director, and one of the questions was, like, 
it was something about remaking films, and he actually talks about the blood. What was the blood? Buckets of, of blood. Buckets, Buckets of blood. blood is that he wanted to remake Buckets of Blood, and all these other films, and then he starts talking about like little shot before. What if it had been Buckets of Blood that was turned into a musical and that got turned into a big movie in the 80s? That would have been great, too. I mean, all three, I definitely recommend all three, because all three have the exact same theme of insecure dude ends up killing people to gain popularity. By accident. By accident. (laughs) The art for the first one was like Really yeah, I like that. That's like beautiful. Like, I really want that poster. Like, yeah. yeah, that was like the British invasion. We're looking at the original of the Little Shop of Horrors from the '60s. The way that it looked, it's very it's British so invasion. Beautiful. Also, very Mary Poppins. Um, that, I'm glad you pulled that up because that character reminded me of uh, that. Just that picture, that cartoon of that character reminded me of Christopher Guest. The Christopher like, Guest yep. character that oh, walks in. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We yeah. just got any. What well, a strange and unusual what a strange, plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get it? Christopher Guest was kind of the sexiest villain. Of the yes, he was. <laughs> I kind of. He was the corporate wage slave, yeah, exactly, gentrifying exactly, bastard yeah. who was so only has a hundred. I mean, you can't break a hundred. Well, what a bastard! <laughs> uh, so hot. <laughs> it's like you're on Skid Row. No one can break a hundred. <laughs> so what did you? So, yeah. So I'm really excited that all of you guys came up with all of this stuff um, because I felt very alienated doing research for this podcast. What I had done was I thought it was a cool idea since usually when I watch a film after having an edible, um, I find all these like really crazy hidden meanings with it. And I thought that the Little Shop of Course would be a great idea. And it was an experiment in watching something with an edible for podcast purposes. And I thought originally that it turned out horribly because I came up with this. It was basically just sexual. Like everything in the movie was just sex. Oh, was everything in the movie sexual? Yes. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So (laughs) I became not high and looked at my notes and I was like, well, I can't put this on the podcast. That's so embarrassing. So I bought the movie online, watched it, and basically saw the exact same things. So, I'm really happy that all of you are kind of on the same track. You're not alone. (laughs) This is a Um, safe space. And I do want to point out that I am faced with a lot of people telling me that there's a lot of slasher horror films and stuff where, like, they're always like, oh, well, the knife represents a penis. And when the the guys is stabbing people with their knife, they're... Penetrating them. Penetrating you with their penis. They're like, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) And then I keep hearing things about like um, the John Carpenter's The Thing, about how The Thing is like, it's a vagina and a penis. Spoiler alert! Yeah. (laughs) And I'm sitting here trying to justify my little shop of horror notes, and I'm like, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) If The Thing from John Carpenter's The Thing is a vagina and a penis, then Audrey 2 is a penis and a vagina. Obviously. It is a penis with great big vagina lips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just Don't. meant to be alluring to all kinds. <laughs> yeah. Really. This is apparently the trap we're meant to be on. <laughs> I mean, if we're not going to just see, like, you know, penises and vaginas in the Super Hot Bad Guys podcast, <laughs> then where can we see penises and vaginas? Porn? So, porn. <laughs> um, I didn't, oh, I didn't look up Little Shop of Horror Classic porn, artwork. but I bet there is isn't. <laughs> right. Oh, they're probably. Monty Python. Audrey 2 is, vo- the, 
Audrey Two's voice is Levy Stubbs from yes. The Four Tops, which is pretty important, I think. Yeah. That's why he sings so nice. Mm-hmm. Also, I've noticed a couple of us have been referring to Audrey Two as he or it, and none of us have been saying she, I'm pretty sure. But there's this big debate online. I've seen it on Reddit. I've seen it on YouTube. I've seen it, but oh, and on DeviantArt also. There, there's no arguments, but it's like people will call Audrey Two a she and explain why, how it's female, or if it's unisex, or if there's no sex, or if it's definitely a guy, or if it's definitely just an it and it's just a plant and there's no sex at all, whatever. I always say it's a guy, but I saw a gentleman online saying that Audrey Two is obviously female and it sounds like a guy and it's voiced like a guy, but Audrey, like, he's like, well, she sings a song about being a mean green mother for Matter Space. And she produces these like little um little yeah, baby things. cutlets. Like and at I the mean, end, the, the buds, the little singing back background singer buds. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, here she comes. <laughs> she is a man eater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, depending on which ending you see, only a man eater. I've always preferred to see Audrey too as a guy, and I love that his name is Audrey. Like that's that's what makes me happy. <laughs> so I'm going to follow my bliss. <laughs> I do feel okay. like that when you first see it, it's like, that's a flaccid penis. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a sad penis. Let me get into it. Let it's... me get into it. Way back before Audrey is even in this film, the very first scene, this is when I was high, very first scene is Seymour reaching and straining for these plants, and then he explodes, tossing little plants everywhere like fireworks as he stumbles back onto the floor and causes a ruckus. Uh, the first lines of the film are, what's going on down there? Nothing, Mr. Mushnick. And then there's flowers and dirt and plant magazines all over his bed that as he's trying to quickly clean up. That's a little kid in his basement bedroom finishing masturbating while his dad's calling from upstairs that his dinner is ready. Am I not I agree. wrong? I did not see that at all. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I know that I've ever done it. But it's a thing, it's like a trope. Because he wasn't raised with a mother to walk in and masturbate. It's like, oh, like that is his relationship with his father figure. Um, I did put Skid Row with a heart emoji. Fuck yes. Fucking Ah, duh. The first Um, song is so good, and then Skid Row. It's so so beautiful. And it has so many different layers of how beautiful it gets. Like, it starts out so nice with that lady singing in the alley, and she looks like someone that takes care of a lot of stuff. And then it goes into, like, everyone singing down the street, and then it goes to Seymour, and he has this, like, I forget how he sings, but he changes the tune of the song, and it gets so, like, emotional. Yeah. Skid Row is, like, the best part. So good. Let's see, the plant is basically his dick. It's They have, like, a look-down shot of everybody basically looking at his dick, and he's like, oh, I don't know what it is. I'm going to call it an Audrey, too, because that's who I like. My dick is called Audrey, because that's <laughs> what I'm into. Starts off in a coffee can. He suggests that displaying what it in the window... dicks that we keep? <laughs> it's a coffee can. Dick like a coffee can. It's like an old... It's an old... Is that what I mean? Is it not? Is it not an old phrase? Oh. Do you guys know <laughs> that Jeff Davis song, Pringles Dick? What? Should oh, I sing that? <laughs> yes. Okay. Jeff Davis from Whose Line Is It Anyway in Harmontown. Uh-huh. I'm going to sing it just because. Some people call me Pringles Dick, but I never really found out why. I don't really have a Pringles Dick. I just keep my dick inside. <laughs> I keep my dick inside a Pringles can because it keeps my penis Straight safe and dry. <laughs> 
call me Pringles Dick, but I never <laughs> really found out. No, no one ever found out. Found out. <laughs> I never really found out why. <laughs> <laughs> so a coffee can makes sense. Okay, I see you. I see the through line. Price. Oh my god. Um, Keep in mind, there were no soda cans back in the day. <laughs> Not while I'm trying to drink a beer out of a can. Okay. So, oh, is this a can? Seymour suggests displaying it in the window for people to see because, and then he's like, maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe if I put my dick in the window, people will come into the store. It's just like modern day dick pics. Like, sure. yeah, maybe if I pic. just display it. This so is then, the only instance of dick pics working like that. Though, so then the clean cut Christopher Guest walks in and he's like, tell me about this amazing story. Where did you get this interesting plant? And he's really excited to tell his story about the flower district. Think of New York. The Chinese district. He says, he literally says in the film, sometimes I go to an old Chinese man in the flower district who shows me weird and exotic things. And then he's like, strange plants are my hobby. But he didn't have anything unusual there that day. So he crosses it. So basically it's like the sex district and he's looking for like something to get off on. Yeah. But he's done with flowers. He goes to this old Chinese man who usually has these interesting things for him to choose from, but he didn't have anything unique that day. I just want to point out how many air quotes are being thrown around. (laughs) Um, I didn't realize that I should have been putting air quotes around a lot of the use of the word flower. There's an air quote. If I was going to read into this. (laughs) This is making sense to me, guys. (laughs) Um, And then even the dialogue of like, there was a plant there, it just sort of was stuck in. I swore it wasn't there before. The old man sold it to me anyway for $1.95. It just sounds kind of sexual. Did it hurt? When, when you, you fell from heaven. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I didn't even think of that. So then I screen kept the lyrics of these songs, like for Grow For Me. There's a big erection joke in this. Yeah. This, this is a yeah. heavy erection song. Okay. Um. First of all, I was high. I've given you sunshine. <laughs> I've given you dirt. I'm just thinking like golden showers and like poop play. Oh, shit, girl. Oh, know. wow, you went real deep. <laughs> You've given if there's me any, nothing. Listen, folks, edibles, edibles are not going to get you too fucked out of your mind. But you're going to get a little perverted I'm with your... I'm just throwing some yeah. ideas yeah. out there. You're going to open We're yourself the up. Subject. I wouldn't have gone this far. Okay, um, I'm begging you sweetly. I'm down on my knees. Oh, please grow for me. Those are the lyrics that mm-hmm. someone wrote. Oh, God, how I missed you. Oh, Pod, how you tease. Now, please grow for me. I've given you Southern exposure. That could mean, like, anything, oh, anything. you want it to mean. Yeah. To, get, to get you to thrive. Here's the, here's the part that drives me absolutely up the wall. To get you to thrive, I've pinched you back hard. Like, I'm supposed to. You're barely alive. Isn't that, like, a fun, like, kinky thing you do to, like, get yourself up? It's like I'm sorry, everything I but I, putting an Albert I don't on the plant. I've never pinched myself, but I, I get where you're going. I've tried you at levels of moisture from desert to mud. I've given you grow lights, mineral supplements. What do you want from me, blood? That's a very suggestive song to me. It is. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> and then when he, like, the blood happens and the little plant is and just, like, making the, the little, kissing. like, slurp. And it's not get... kissing. It's slurping. Yeah. Because he's copying him. He's slurping on his finger with yes. the blood, dude. Yeah. Like, and then he's, like, making the same slurping. He's doing, like, nipple puckering. Yeah. So they're yeah. doing kissing <laughs> noises and slurping noises. Mm-hmm. 
after the so at first it seems Seymour seems cool with it, but then during the song he's like giving him the blood and he's cringing away like he's like this is a non consensual thing. Much, yeah. And then at the end of the scene, I'm sorry, but the plant like swallows it and then like goes rigid like he's totally done like okay we're done like I got what I needed you can leave now and then after Seymour sheepishly goes back up the stairs the plant does this weird thing that where he's like "Mm." (laughs) (laughs) and then he bursts through his can and then he goes ah and I'm like oh my god that's another like Ejaculation scene. Every time that happened. In the film. When he was getting, like, the most powerful at the end. Yeah. And, like, that one, like, just tentacle, like, shoots out of the thing. I was like, this holy shit, movie. that's definitely a penis. Like, that's definitely a boner. He's learning yeah. about this is such his a family body. Film. Yeah. There are so many. Everybody says, I watched this when I was a kid. In the documentary that I just watched, everyone's like, oh, we took our kids to see the play. Like, this is such a family. We took the whole family. And I'm is like, it though? <laughs> <laughs> I feel um, like you could do some really fun things with this live and just like, eh, well, whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, then we get to John Cadney's radio station where it's wonderful people that bring you weird things. I just feel like that's a scene where it's like displaying everybody that has their own fetishes. Sure. Yeah. And, and a lot the butt of things... scene, yeah. I skipped oh. over John Candy and just did the butt scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, well, it's part of it. But I feel like a lot of the plants in the plant district scene and a lot of the stuff that's in the news, the radio station, they're all really phallic. I'm not normally the type of person that pays attention to this stuff. It's just that I've been around people lately and re- and on Letterboxd, people will point this out and they're the type of people that are like, oh, this movie's about this. Labyrinth is about female... Uh, Exploration. Women be- uh, girls becoming women. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So... This might not be me. This is me just being like, well, this is probably what other people are saying. All these phallic things in this film. We're doing David Bowie someday. Oh, yeah, yeah, you have to. As the Goblin King. You haven't done Goblin King yet? Not yet. Uh, I assumed that was the first one. (laughs) Freddy Krueger was the first one. Yeah, Freddy Krueger's great. It's not a kinky shit, man. I think one of the only notes that I had for the girls that sing is... When they do that song that's like, isn't he having some fun now? They're singing on the roof, and then they jump down to do the chorus of the song in high heels, and they show where the middle girl jumped down, and it's like, I don't know, seven feet down? Did she jump down onto concrete with her high heels? Well, they were kitten heels, so it's okay. Yeah. No, I can't do that. Transported by the power of storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. The chorus moved this movie along so well. We're like, in the intro, I was like, oh, you can't always do a Greek chorus unless they're this bombastic. But every time I was like, oh, what's happening next? Didn't even have time to finish the yeah. sentence because they were moving the story to the next mm-hmm. spot. Uh, I like how chorus. they looked fucking grown when they were singing. They did. And then, then, yeah, when they, and then the next and then second, they, they were, were like kids. children. They were yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. Because it's, their it was clothes unsettling. made them look shorter or something. Oh my, yeah, yeah, something made them look... And they took all the, the makeup off, too. too. Yeah. yeah. It was unsettling. I will give you that. Like, the next yeah. second, seeing them as, like, kids and being like, yeah, we're yeah. bad kids. We dropped out of school. And, and they roll up in leather jackets. Yeah, it was So cool, though. Yeah. I mean, Skid so. Row. It just and then it weird. just like went into Skid Row and it was like, you look like 13 year olds yeah. and now you look like grown women. Well, if we're talking about consent too and like that like 
whole song with the, like, Isn't he having fun so, now? He was never having fun. No. You see in that whole movie, like, that whole, like, scene, and it's like he's feeding the plant. He's, like, he's forgetting things. He's not good and at his all job this, anymore. All these- yeah. yeah. On his fingers. He's just like standing in a corner completely lethargic. Like this plant is literally bleeding him dry. Like it's like it's a horror movie. Like yeah. we'll show <laughs> it's a horror movie. It like, is it's not like, it's like a fun, fun, sexy fantasy no. thing. Like it's Well, even when they did the the happy parts, it was so plasticky. Yeah. And so that's how the film starts. Yeah. Do you guys notice when they're doing that super upbeat Little Shop of Horrors theme song? Did and the girls come out and they're singing. It's in the pouring rain and everything looks absolutely shitty. Oh, and they're the never getting rained on. And like, and oh, did, yeah, yeah. They did it two ways where they green screened <laughs> it and that. kept them sheltered. There's... Oh, it's rain so amazing. behind them and That's in front cool. of them, but never on them. Never yeah. on them. Because <laughs> so of their hair. Yeah. Like, their hair stays perfect. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Wait, what the fuck's Little going on with them? That's when I was like, this is Greek chorus because they are untouched by yeah. the environment. Like, they're just they're kind of comments. there. Yeah. Ugh. So then we get to a dentist strip show, and he only wears three outfits in this film um, Steve, the, Steve yeah. Martin. And he wears, like, this really quintessential, like, doctor's outfit that has, like, a higher collar, and it's, like, buttoned all the way up, which I think is very sexy. Oh, and he makes her call him doctor. Yeah. Doctor. Yeah. Even when he's not, like, in doctor uniform. Dentist and he has these, like, yeah. he has these biker boots because he has a motorcycle, but basically when he walks into his office, it basically doubles as, like, bondage boots, I would call them. And then he has that weird apparatus at the end, and then I think when, in the scene with Seymour, he has this, like leather, like, black plastic, shiny, shiny um, apron that's yeah. highly inappropriate for a dentist to wear. <laughs> and he has this jet black hair, and it's just extremely sexy. And then, in his opening song, he says, say ah, and now spit. And then it cl- it cuts <laughs> to someone... It cuts to Seymour throwing plant water into the alleyway behind the plant shop, and it's just so sexual to me. Like, take what I just said as you will. My God. (laughs) Um, And we all watch this movie as children. (laughs) I didn't. I was an adult. I was able to come into this with open eyes. <laughs> I'm sorry you had to see it like this. I did. I <laughs> there, there is a completely innocent way to watch this film. Oh yeah, the way I watched it was not it. I just thought it was a cool film about a weird plant. It sure was, but also about penises and yeah. vaginas. That's my dad, just all wholesome. Like this is just a horror film. Like this You'd is nothing be fine. sexual. <laughs> like watch this horror film. I was like, I like horror films. Um, also, like when ones. when Audrey Show One me. is singing that amazing Better Home song and she's showing like her sterile toaster, like that's her idea of perfect, and the separate beds, and Seymour in this film, he's like caring for this like thick throbbing, shiny, veiny plant. I just find that interesting. <laughs> that Audrey is, like, over here and Seymour is, like, over here, like, doing his weird thing in the basement. Um, let's talk about gotcha. the lyrics to Feed Me Seymour now. Yes. Feed me Seymour, feed me all night long. That's it, boy. You can do it. <laughs> um, so I can grow up big and strong. Um, I don't know. That's about it. Oh, uh, actually... Take a chance, feed me, and you know the kind of eats, the kind of red hot treats, the kind of sticky, licky sweets I crave. 
so good. And right <laughs> and before then the that song, scene, yeah. all the like the so the rose, the refrigerator <laughs> thing is all steamed up and stuff. It's ridiculous. It's a very sensuous plant. It has got to be blood, and it has got to be fresh. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I really like Skid Row, the dentist song. I had forgotten parts of this movie, and as he started singing about how he was crushing puppies and stuff, and how his mom was like, you'll find something to channel this into, I was like, ha ha, oh, is he like a dentist or something? You'll be a dentist! I was like, fuck, yes! This couldn't be better timed! So, you know how you were talking about earlier about how when he's on the phone, he like curls his tentacle around the phone while he waits, and like and taps his fingers. Taps his fingers. Um, he also, I don't remember at what point, he's talking to Seymour, but he like snickers into his leaf and curls his vine really tight because he's like laughing so hard. And it's just like little things like He's a very coquettish really plant. Yeah. Emphasis on the cock. <laughs> um, and obviously his scene with Audrey is the most suggestive thing in the yeah. film because he's like lifting up her dress and putting mm-hmm. his tentacles around her waist and like that made me and so she's like pushing him away yeah. yeah and I don't know it's fine it's fine <laughs> <laughs> it's um, not okay it's a bunch of penises reaching out yes it's very suggestive well that was the thing like we're talking about like tentacles and, and they're like tentacle born like and they're it, always it tentacle born um, like oh my god <laughs> and then and there's and they're popping lot. up out of the in the final yeah they're like they're bursting up. through they're boners just straight up in the air. <laughs> you can't see this. I'm like making like fist pumping. Yeah, you are. So I feel like it's necessary. I don't the, know. You're talking about at the end when he's bursting through his pot. Yeah. Like yeah. His, his bottom half. Yes. Uh-huh. It looked well. That first one it was because it was directly almost in burst. Like what with like his face, the direction it was popping out. Like that's a boner. It's like a that's burst. boner in front of him bursting out of. Um, out of uh, whatever pots are made out of ceramic, yeah, yeah. Um, in the original cut, mm. I Damn. also made notes about um, when Audrey passes away and he and Seymour feeds Audrey to the plant. Audrey slides very lovingly down into its throat, and I have come across. I don't go in for this sort of thing, but I come across a lot of vor online, and that's. A very vor thing of like just letting it slide slowly down your throat. Do you think they were inspired? Like that, like whole fetish started. With I don't this know movie? what vor. I don't <laughs> know what vor was doing in the eighties, so I don't know. But this does. This touches on the last episode we did, which was the Matrix. Right. Yes. So then, when Seymour gets pulled into the plant, he's like surrounded by the vines, exactly how the robots carry Neo off in the Matrix. I was like, didn't oh. I just watch this? That's hilarious. But then it's like it's like pays off in a completely different way. It's much more violent. Um. So when the plants are destroying the city, one of them like deep throats a um a smoke pipe and blows on it like a straw and explodes the building underneath, which I thought was suggestive just because I'm on that. It's really hot. And then, (laughs) and then one of them, there's a a train rail that's crashed through and one of them stands in front of a train, opens its mouth and has the train drive into its mouth all the the way in. So the train is the this time, see? All the way in. And I'm like thinking about this and I'm like, that's so... Hot for someone. Not for me, but, like, I get it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. (laughs) So 
So even in the alternate original version, that kind of stuff was like popping up. But dude, that makes sense too. Because like plants are hermaphroditic, really, right? Because you've got like your stamen and then like also like, you know, bees or whatever will come in and they'll like, like fertilize. It makes a lot of sense to have like the And that's why Audrey had a little... Both yeah. male and female. That's why. I ha- that's how Audrey was able to have the little plant babies singing yes, with them at the end. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that makes a lot of sense. That is kind of where that debate, like, is Audrey too male or female? It kind of breaks down to where I was like, well, it was guy creepy, but right. otherwise was very female male. Like, like had yeah. aspects of both. But I was like, eh, but a little creepy. Yeah, so the creepy so makes kinda, it male. Kinda, you know, like, kind of male. More. <laughs> still be creepy, I mean, whatever gender you. Yeah. <laughs> It's an alien. It's an alien. It sure, is an we alien. Don't know. Yeah. There you go. I said alien because of Adult Swim cartoon where it's like a lady, but she has that deep voice. Oh, oh uh, Dr. Girlfriend? Dr. Girlfriend. Dr. Reminds me of because the voice is so deep, that's but it's that, also yeah. just like Dr. Girlfriend like the the human version of yeah. Audrey too. I feel like sort she of, well, she's really super hot and then she talks. She talks like this. She just has a dark book lesson. (laughs) And then you find out later in future seasons that she's a smoker. She's kind of the (laughs) obvious. She's like the opposite of Audrey 1, voice-wise. Like, Audrey 1's that super high voice. overly feminine. But they both have the bob, so, I mean, they have the same hair. Oh, yeah. So I have a bunch of notes aside from the film, so just so the guests know, this is when I start to go into, like, internet stuff that... (laughs) What are you looking there at, Natasha? There is little shop of horror porn. There is quite a bit. What of kind of horror there is though? I well, is of it course. like live action, like little shop of erotica? Shooting. Yeah. What? <laughs> little shop of erot of erotica. That's you know what? Definitely. The, your Google ads are gonna be fucked. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're looking at like incognito mode or something because. Um, let's it's see. It's just a bunch of blowjob porn. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting because there's a lot of teeth on Audrey too. <laughs> yeah, um, some people like that. Some people I mean, like that. Yeah, there is uh, an outtake during the documentary where the gentleman who plays Mr. Mushnick and Rick Moranis they keep having to do the scene over again where he, when where Mr. Mushnick is like, "I'll take care of it while you're away. You need to give me your secret gardening tips," and he's saying it really slow and suggestively, and they keep bursting into laughter, and it makes me feel like they think that the Dialogue is suggestive. It's like a sexy line. Like, that's what they're laughing about. Sure. Um, And then in the documentary, they're filming people who just, like, went to see, like, a New York theater play of it. And this adult man, it's so weird. They start out with this adult man going, it was really kinky. And then it shows, like, three different parents saying that they took their kids to it. It was really bizarre. (laughs) Um, That's super good. Let's see. <laughs> My dad was like, it was a great children's film. <laughs> you, gotta get, I, you gotta get kids into this at some point, I guess. When <laughs> I like Alan Menken and like, yeah. you know Alan the Lion King? Yeah. Like how there's that scene in Can You Feel the Love Tonight where the lions are getting into the like, we're what totally gonna is bow. that scene about? <laughs> yeah, like they're gonna, right, but it's like, that's a kid's that's movie. That's just them falling in love. <laughs> sure. Having deep Fucking Nala, though, she's looking at him like, it's gonna happen, yeah. baby. And, then, like, and I feel like then it's the it same happens. thing. Like it's like a, it's like somehow you say it's this is a kids movie and adults furries. refuse to believe furries. Oh shit, girl! What furries? She just furries. dropped that like a bomb. Like just a mic she drop. looks really nice. I'm sure a lot of folks <laughs> appreciate her. Look. And it's all Alan Menken's fault. Her Alan look Menken. isn't just for Simba. <laughs> 
handsome man face because it's like beard with the long flowing yeah, hair. Yeah, he's a nice young man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, this has turned into a different <laughs> podcast entirely. We're Can we talking just, like, drop this for the kids is that Simba's got big dick energy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, and you feel the love is well, about a deep, king. deep digging. Talking about digging. a lion that got so creepy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Be modest about talking about. Hey, they're not minors. Um, we have to do Lion King too now. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, with the with the star's son and he's like, right? Pride. The star is Jeremy Irons. I'm fine with yeah. it. <laughs> See, that's different. Jeremy Irons, like with that voice. And those laughing hyenas isn't one of them like Whoopi Goldberg or something? Yeah. Cheech yeah. Cheech Marin. Yeah. Cheech Marin. They really yeah. sexed oh, up Hamlet that. with the lion. Yeah, <laughs> I really fucking appreciate it. Okay. I needed a little bit of that. <laughs> Okay, so then I went to Google and I went to Tumblr. So first of all, on Google, somehow, I don't know how I ended up on this, but I was seeing a lot of um, high school, uh, like, art posters for high school productions of this. Mm -hmm. And I swear, every single one of them was... Actually, let me pull it up. Kids these days. Don't ever want to be on a list. (laughs) They've grown up with so much tentacle porn that they're just like, this is going to be fine. But dude, seriously, that's kind of like why I'm worried. Like, there's... Like, all the movies we watched growing up, it's like, this is why we're having this discussion right now. (laughs) Because they, like, put it, drop that seed. Also sexual. Okay, well, I can't can't find it, but... um, And also plant-related. Basically, um, all of these high school production posters... For some reason, there's this thing. I need to, like, ask someone about this, actually, because I also saw this on a lot of fan art on Tumblr that was not meant to be sexual. But they always have Seymour sweat dripping with sweat. He's just oh, covered shit. in sweat. And they usually make it white and pearly, so it also could double as cum if you want to. It's up to you. He's wet. And then also, on all of these, Seymour. not even college, not even, like, like community productions these were high school productions the plant is always super veiny he has all these tentacles big sensuous lips and this huge thick tongue that's like really like wriggly and stuff do you think his name being seymour seymour like has anything to do with it fuck yeah I actually found a, um, you know those shitty Valentine's Day cards that they put online now? I have one that says, can I suddenly see more of you today? Oh, good Two Lord. from... <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, um... Uh, any fan yeah definitely suddenly Seymour that yes. sounds suddenly Seymour yeah I, I actually wrote down high school posters are all big moist bloody crevices with thick tongues wriggling out of accompanying wriggling limbs oh, mm-hmm. that's what I wrote down it's good audio thanks yeah. <laughs> that's how you translate posters I think that um, might actually be the cold open there was yeah. a <laughs> on on YouTube for the uh, a, the big showdown between Seymour and Audrey Two at the end. Uh, a YouTube commenter put ha- hashtag hentai top hentai scenes of all time. <laughs> I thought was cute. And then yeah, there is fan fiction online. It's either Audrey Two with Audrey One, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because that's yeah. the only time in the movie that's a, that it's actually. Um, Explicit. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I did find one that was Audrey 2 and Seymour, which makes sense too. Especially in the context of him like killing himself at the end, feeding himself yeah. to the plant at the oh, end. Yeah. I mean, it is yeah. like his dad, but also, Ooh. I don't know. They just have a close relationship, I guess. Um, and then <laughs> last but not least, 
They're um, both dicks. <laughs> they're both dicks. <laughs> but isn't it? It's really more like docking. But isn't it? Uh, <laughs> you're but welcome. Isn't it, isn't it? I mean, so now we finally have to come to it. Why is Audrey too circumcised? Wow. <laughs> nope. Let's, oh, Why? Uh, Wait, oh, we don't have to go Jewish? to I guess we didn't have to come to that. Yeah, uh, that's right. Oh my gosh. Really? <laughs> has lips. I like how your joke was, never mind. <laughs> oh, um, I guess that was okay. So I have the hashtags from Tumblr, which I collect each episode. These are from people that reblog uh, Little Shop of Horrors content, and they will be somehow attraction or sexually based. So hashtag, he is a puppet with a sexy voice. That's explanatory. Mm-hmm. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, yeah. Vor porn oh, is vor porn, porn where you like, like people being swallowed. Oh, like devouring. Yeah. 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 Okay. Hashtag feed me that dick, Seymour. <laughs> I hate children. Uh, hashtag, hashtag I'm gay for the plant, to be honest. Hashtag slams fist on table, let Tui eat ass. I'm going to say right now, I'm so glad none of us called it Tui in this episode. because I was Tui? That's okay. the name Audrey in the... Tui. Audrey Tui. Oh, Tui. Tui. And Gross. I don't like it for some reason. I don't like it either. It sounds like that thing where it's like, oh, let's like pretend that we're so close. Let's I think call it, it Tui. I think it reminds Ugh. me of like toes or something, like a big oh. toe, and I don't like that. Oh, like toesies. You went into another fetish, dude. Yeah, not, not for me. <laughs> uh, and then ha- hashtag confirmed he eats ass. Hashtag, as the finale, The Shape of Water 2017. (laughs) I just realized that we all have nicknames that go with that, because Christy, Georgie, Marky, Natty, and Ricky. Oh, yeah. What? We we could all have shitty fucking nicknames like that. Thank God we don't. Wait, what is that? What are you talking about? All of our our names, shitty nicknames from the 50s. No, No, I don't want to be Ricky. Way back in May of this year, I rewatched this movie for the first time in a long time, and I decided to add to Tumblr because I thought they would appreciate it. I put, uh, me watching Little Shop of Horrors. I remember the lyrics of Feed Me Seymour being kind of sexual. Audrey, too, slithers a thick tentacle dick seductively up through Seymour's vest and into his mouth. Me, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) So I posted that. And someone who I won't name because I didn't ask their permission, they did reblog that with some of my first boners, hashtag, couldn't make it up if I tried, hashtag, feed me Seymour, hashtag, first boner, hashtag, tentacle penis. And now they're in a Hashtag sexual porn. deviance. Yeah, right? And I was like, oh, that fits so perfectly. I'm going to read it. <laughs> I was like, that's so sweet for helping me out. <laughs> Thank you, anonymous person on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. So sexual. This was kind of a... Yeah, is that for children's film? I always... Is it a children's film? No, but kids watch it. Parents think that it's It's a movie. It's a music. music, It's a children's film. Because it's like a funny musical. I was just discussing Cats with my husband because I love Cats, the musical. Oh, that's that's... It's a good one. But there's a lot of fucking sexual shit that happens. And me and my sister would watch this movie... Over and over again, and recreate the dances, and like looking yeah. back as like an adult, like we were in elementary school, looking back as an adult, and I'm like, why was I suggestively gyrating my <laughs> hips, like singing to this song about an evil cat villain? Hey, McCavity, the, I love the crime cat. Better <laughs> yeah, like, hey, there why were you, you allowed to watch that, but you weren't allowed to watch Pokemon? Oh yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch Pokemon. 
Because those are demons. That's exactly right. They were monsters. He was the magic dinosaur. As opposed to talking cats? (laughs) Summoning demons is not cool. Exactly. That's the devil. I had a friend that wasn't allowed to watch Pocahontas. Because it was forest spirits. Yeah, the grandma. So now this is the point in the podcast where we pick which food Audrey 2 would be. Oh, wait, first of all, did you guys have anything, any little bits I to talk about? feelings. Yeah. I yeah, go ahead. Oh, let's talk about it. Sorry. No, I have feelings because I, because I feel like Audrey too, like, obviously I feel like the second they, like, took Audrey too into the radio station and Audrey's, like, going after that lady's ass and he's just, like, with the tongue flipping around and everything and I was like, this is uncomfortable. Is this going to be the whole movie? <laughs> but I didn't realize that there were songs attached with Audrey 2 that Audrey 2 would be singing. And it was Levi Stubbs of the Four Tops. And of course, like fucking Motown, like all of Motown is like, let's be like hella fucking suggestive. Yeah. Let's like, everything's got a sexual undercurrent. And yeah. Levi Stubbs hey, is up there baby. just like. Yeah. <laughs> Levi Stubbs is just up there. Like the whole reason I think Audrey 2 is actually really sexy is that voice like otherwise it's just creepy but you can kind of see the actual like yeah. alluring part of it yeah the when voice. it's actually the, the guy voice. singing the yeah. voice i think that that makes a huge difference even in the film i think it's the director's cut where someone is like they keep sweet talking everybody into giving it blood yeah and I'm like that's a good way to put it yeah <laughs> right like it really is it's like he's like hey baby you know what i mean like he like lures Audrey one over and I love it because he like looks yeah. at her across the street and he's like hey like waving at her yeah and she comes oh my god over. that's so hot right because <laughs> otherwise you'd be like damn that is a talking plant with some teeth he just like, I like am, a yeah. thing, you know but like he's on the phone and he's like what's up baby come on over and you're like okay dick appointment let's Audrey go. just needed like <laughs> you know? a nice hat like a nice yes. hat like a fedora yeah, yeah. and like a nickel to flip or something yes maybe yeah. like a toothpick sticking out the side of his mouth like why not but really like it was and I feel like that's like kind of so interesting because we're talking about how like people on the internet are like is this plant a man or a woman you know what I mean and you've got these like elements of both like it could also be like the giant woman thing yes Yeah, you've like got giant like, women. You're getting yeah. devoured. You're getting overpowered. You know what I mean? He's only eating dudes. And then there's the one scene where he's eating a woman, mm-hmm. fails to eat the woman. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Looks like a penis, but talks like a man. Like, it's so predatory. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it is. It's so... Looks <laughs> like a penis, but talks like a man. That's But it is, like, the whole, like, Audrey was crafted to be very predatory, but in, like, a way where it's, like, you don't have, like, a femme fatale, where it's, like, let's kind of make this, like, you know, an undercurrent of sexiness. Like, we're sexy, we're alluring, we're out there. Also, I'm gonna eat you when you're gonna lose your personhood. femme fatale, because it was a dude, so a dude was, like, I'm comfortable. That sexual attitude of, like, a man, and the way he talked to Seymour the whole time, because Seymour's such a pushover, and the whole time Seymour's like, well, okay, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I have such strong reservations. It was, like, gender swap, that idea of, like, the woman who's, like, saying no, but really saying yes. Like, a Star Trek Captain Kirk thing, you know what I mean? Or James Bond thing, where they're like, no, 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 and then they kiss him real hard, and they're like, okay. And that was Seymour. (laughs) Seymour was the green alien lady, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or, like, you know, octopussy. And then, like... 
Audrey, Audrey 2 was James Bond. That's some James good Bond. fan fiction you know? right there. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you to do some James Bond. Can we have, like, a fan fiction AU where Audrey 2 is, like, a Captain Kirk and Seymour is, like, a green alien woman? <laughs> yes. Like, the glasses. Oh, God. That great. Thanks. I'm sure it exists out there. Thanks in advance. You know what's yeah. so fucked about this movie? And what I find about every movie, which is a simple solution, is that if he would have just advertised that the plant needed blood, enough yeah. freaks would have came out that been like, Bill Murray yes. would have been there immediately. Like, yeah. Me. Yeah. Oh my god, why did they have Bill Murray meet the plant in the movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too far, I guess. He did his scene and it was awesome. He would have <laughs> pried Audrey Two's mouth open and climbed in. Yes. Yeah. They, right? they probably filmed that dentist scene and Bill Murray was like, you need anything else? They were like, uh <laughs> Bill Murray's that in Just, your life. Yeah. You made me feel dirty, Bill Murray. <laughs> Get out of here, Bill Murray. It's too yeah. good. Like, please don't come back. <laughs> See, this is what freaked me out, because I did say at the beginning, like, I was very worried when I found out that it's like, we're doing Little Shop of Horrors, it's a plant. I was worried. And then watching it, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I get it completely. Like, I don't know how to talk about this necessarily, but I get it. It's like, yeah. pushed oh, a lot of boundaries. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? You know what would have been an awesome, like, third alternative ending is if Bill, Mary, and the plant got married. Yes. That's the only happy ending. They could have yeah. gotten married. Because there's like. If the plant was doing dentistry on Bill, Murray, that would have been fucking yeah. great. Because like that's there's how it was amputee, the paper mache uh, situation with the first oh. one, and it's Bill Murray's face in the plant instead. Like he has been devoured by the plant, and, and he has this huge and smile. Happy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And his hand is going like, yes, ah, I love it. Like if a, uh, only this okay country side. was that progressive. That it would allow <laughs> a man and an alien and an alien plant to find their happiness. They almost did an alien covenant. But that was a robot and a, and a, uh, and a monster. Do any of you know uh, that Bill Murray's wife is not an alien plant? We don't I've know never that. met her. I've never seen them together. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen the body. They just get home and she takes off her mask. This is giant and just tentacles. Like, Levi's <laughs> <stuff's voice>. like, <laughs> it's like she's so quiet. That's my fiction. <laughs> God. Okay. So, okay. No, just, I want to hear this. Got a, what lot, is it? a lot darker than I intended. But you know what I just realized? So something that I like I'm admitting now in front of all of your anonymous listeners and <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas, I'm thinking about like the Oogie Boogie Man and his voice is very similar. Yeah. To Audrey Two's singing voice. Yes. Like are they the same singer? Or is that just like am I turned on by like what was I just Weird watching? Deep voices. Weird deep voices singing yeah. like it's he's like I'm keeping you captive kind of a thing like holy shit yeah. like what does that say about us? I'm talking to you like this now. <laughs> no 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 this is a thing. <laughs> should we not have married no, couples? No 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 you guys should not have married couples. <laughs> I was love. I is pretty good. This I is a thing. Love married couples every time. For this. <laughs> you guys, she's got a thing. She's got a thing. She's got a thing. No, this is so important now. Because I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna bring this when up. Well you wanna be really insolent, just like read me. <laughs> so we all know how Audrey too, his singing voice, the way he acts in scenes. Um, somebody on YouTube put up the scene of Seymour battling Audrey too at the end, and they took that song out and put in Shiny from Moana, which is the giant crab. <gasps> 
Oh, oh the David Bowie kind of song. Yes. It's the, yeah, and yeah. it's so it, it actually was originally sung by David Bowie, by the way. What? what? But yeah, so in the film, it's done by Jermaine Clement, and I it's love Jermaine. This, like yeah. on a completely side note, like I do love Jermaine. Yeah. yeah. He's my oh god. Bill. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I, so I, I somebody, I, I really do get it. Somebody thought to take the giant crab shiny song from Moana and put it into the Audrey 2 slash Seymour scene of Little Shop of Horse. And I was thinking when I saw Moana for the first time, what it reminded me of was um, a cross between the Oogie Boogie scene uh-huh. from the Nightmare Before Christmas, and Ooh. the alligator scene from All Dogs Go to Heaven, which is also, it's like an alligator know. from the bayou, and he's, like, big and giant and kind of chubby. Yeah. Like, oversized. And he's this, like, kind of feminine, like, alligator singing this, like, song, and it's, like, the villain song. And I guess maybe it's just those four movies that I know of. There could be more. Well, we talked about Labyrinth a little bit earlier, and it's David Bowie, and it's Jareth, and think I think what you're touching but on is, like... But he's, like, a thin white guy. But this is what I'm saying, though, because it's, like, it's this, like, idea of, like, feminine and masculine qualities yeah. coexisting. Yes. And so it's, like, you're appealing to basically everybody, and it's almost, but like, this idea... About, but there's something about it's almost geared towards children, that there's these, like, large animal slash creature because like oogie boogie isn't an animal yeah but like but he's got he's rotund kind of feminine sure. and full of bugs and it's so strange it's creepy because oh, it, it almost it almost touches on uh as it's gonna get really deep Are not we? really but i mean it's kind of, no i mean I'm, i mean like <laughs> he's making a really creepy face right well, now just, kind of about, uh, <laughs> just abuse and stuff i mean like it's yes. because because it's because it, those it, are it, the villains well yeah it's this it, it's a large character that has complete control and then there's this small... Um, and they're always laughing. Yeah, they're yeah. always laughing. They're always... Cause, because they're so comfortable. They're so comfortable being who they are and being okay. And it's a homophobic thing. Because knowing that yeah. you, the person that's being victimized, has zero control. And I have all the control. I have all the power. And I'm, I'm not worried about how you look at me. I'm worried about what I want. So you think that that's yeah. like why it's like it's they always yeah, use that kind of villain for kids. Because kids creepy. go through life that way. Where that's it's really like you're creepy. small. Yeah. That and yeah, I hate you so much. I'm so sorry. I <laughs> but it's, oh my god! It's something <laughs> something we've never addressed on this show. But like, one of the things about the show is like, someone listening to this might listen to this and be like, "Oh shit, did my fetish come from that movie I yeah, watched as a kid?" Because right. now I'm watching it, it's like, uh, probably oh, yeah. I wonder yeah. if those movies affected me in any way. They're like. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Maybe how many did? How many kids watch Labyrinth? Do you know how many young girls? I know that happened to guys too, but so many fucking girls, their first sexual awakening was Jareth from Labyrinth. I've heard that over and over and over and over again. It wasn't for me. Actually, it was my first or second crush. Yeah, there's definitely that kind of like idea of like a... Jareth wasn't for me either, but like there's definitely that kind of idea of like the dangerous person. You know what I mean? And it's oh, like yeah. you almost like, it's like a King Kong kind of a situation. Saving this for my Child's Play episode. Yeah, you gotta, like, <laughs> I feel like you gotta keep this. But it really, I I don't know. I feel like there's definitely, like, why is the Oogie Boogie Man kind of like bigger and more rotund and kind of softer? You know what I mean? He's They're just like so bulging, You know what I mean? The alligator you said, he was mm-hmm. kind of like big and bulging Dude, and softer. I fucking love that They're alligator. not like big buff 
you know, do to you, like, you know, later in life as a, when you speaking completely from like, you know, somebody who's attracted to like dudes kind of Mm -hmm. like where you'd be like, oh yeah, that like big buff guy, totally into it. You know what I mean? But it's like, they're like, by the way, I'm really big and buff. Yeah. Wow. You're having some drama now. (laughs) I think yeah. more white couples personally. Yeah, me but, too. Like, it's this the is kind great. Of thing where it's, like, it's like they're bigger, they're softer, like, but there's like this undercurrent of menace that's still attached. And like, why is that I, a thing? You for know us? what though? I and this ties into that like war I, I like a big man with, with yeah. Roger too, and just the whole like being enveloped. It's a thing that can be very threatening, but it's also like when your parents like hugged you as a kid, like that sure. kind of being enveloped, like being coddled. Being reborn. They're, like they're, that weird kind of like if we're really going to go like Freudian where it's like they're just being sucked back into the vagina. Like a, bur- <laughs> you know like I mean? a burning man. Yeah. Yeah. Where like you go through vagina. the thing. Yeah, 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 right? Yeah. Like if we're talking about Audrey 2 also being male and female and the big mouth is like a vagina. Like. Well, I, I, no, I was actually thinking that too. I, I, I mean, I, I, it felt like it was uh, when the mouth was closed and it was out for people to see when mm-hmm. it looked like a giant dick. Right. It was this spectacle that everybody wanted to see, everybody wanted to be a part of. Uh, that giant be, dick. Everybody wanted to be around. And then when nobody was looking, it opened up as this oh, yeah. giant yeah. Vagina, vagina with teeth. And yeah. that swallowed men whole. Vagina like, dentata. I, you it, should watch teeth. I mean, it almost it almost seems a little... Uh, Is that the one where the vagina like, was biting off fingers and shit? I mean, it's not, biting it off fingers, it's biting off like the stomach. Yeah, like, and everything. Dicks. And, so, so you're saying that it's like a big rock hard dick in front of everybody, but then behind closed doors, it's this like vagina that eats guys. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's fucked up, guys. It's a little fucked up. I don't know if that, that was the case. Like that's what's really dangerous. Like a like a limp dick is like, or a just even like dick in repose is. Because at the beginning it's a really of the movie, it's like Seymour's dick, and yeah. he realizes yeah. it has strength. Right, and yeah. then it's a vagina. Like, oh shit, dudes, are we talking about like men just being afraid of vaginas and being afraid of like? Man, that's why they, so they, they, that's okay. why they cut the vaginas. Taking we have to move into food. Can I make one one quick one yes. quick comment? Yeah. And and this was we were just talking about the relationship between Seymour and uh, and Audrey One. I do think that there was at, at least I think that the writers were trying to I don't know how well they did it, but they were trying to create these two characters, and they both mention it where they. <laughs> Both didn't believe in themselves. Mm. Yeah. But they both believed each other was better than oh, who yeah. they were. They did. Yeah. They, they kind of both had the exact... They looked at each You're other right. with the exact same eyes, and they both felt the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of nice. Just, even though you were saying, like, Seymour is kind of like a rude bitch. Yeah. yeah he's kind like of garbage. Behind the scenes. <laughs> but that was, I feel like that <laughs> was the attempt. But I, that that I get that as well. Yeah. Seymour, fuck off. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I'm serious. Fuck off. Live in my pocket. But see, this is what I'm, I'm getting this vibe from you. Like, girl, you know who you are. And so Seymour can come in and he can be like, hey, babe. Yeah, like, I be take like, care pouty. of him. And you'd be like, cool, go be pouty. I'm going to go do my bad bitch stuff over here. Audrey One is like, oh, you're right. Yeah. I'm, please, like, yeah. love me. Here's a TV dinner. I wouldn't oh, want Seymour to yeah. take care of me. Right? Yeah. Never actually. They're mm. toxic for each other. Maybe not in other relationships. Sure. For each other. Why are they going to die? That's why they got to yeah. die. You're absolutely yeah. right. Wow. <laughs> Um, okay, food. what food, let's do, since we are doing doubles, what food would Audrey 2 be, and if if you need to, um, Steve Martin? Orange something. Orange Gravelli. Yes, I oh, think that wow. sounds familiar. Ooh, 
You well, got it. He is the food that causes pain. Oh, okay. So he would be like hot sauce. Like really hot hmm. hot sauce. He's hot the sauce? one that causes pain. He likes to cause pain. Oh, Although okay. he would be the person who likes the hot sauce would be the who's the other guy? Bill Murray. Bill, Bill Murray's Murray? character because we're eating it willingly. So a guy who's really into hot sauce, like the hottest uh, hottest sauce. Mm-hmm. Bill Murray was a hero in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> He kind of was. He was like he really was because he just turned off yeah. that like dentist. There's like shit. Is what I'm doing fucked up? Yeah. <laughs> and then he had, like had to pull someone in there. I think he'd be a uh, jack in the box tacos for this exact same reason. <laughs> you, you're allured to them and you're eating them and they're delicious, but they, do, they don't make any sense. And why? Sure. It doesn't make any sense why it's so delicious. It's it's so bad and it's so wrong and it hurts coming out. And it's just, <laughs> Why? Why? Why are you doing this to yourself? And uh, wouldn't Audrey too be like a vegetable or something? See, I just think lettuce. You want a default vegetable, don't you? I want to. No, a shark. You know what I see Audrey too as? Like on the vegetable tip, I'm thinking like his head looks like an iceberg lettuce. And if you have like an iceberg lettuce salad, you know what I mean? Where they'll just like put like a ton of ranch dressing and bacon bits and shit. Are you talking about the cut? Salad? Yeah, exactly. Wedge salad. salad. Get me started See? on the wedge salad. Like wedge <laughs> get me started on the wedge salad. No the wedge like, why the fuck are you Exactly. Why the fuck are you eating literally no nutritional value salad if you're going to eat something covered in ranch and bacon? You know what? Eat a fucking like, burger. Yes, but so it's like it's alluring in this way where you're thinking you're gonna like have something like worthwhile. They thought exotic, that they were getting right, something yeah. worthwhile. Since from there's Audrey. five of us, can we share that one? Because I'm vegan and yeah. I used to work at a country club where they would serve wedge salads and they would tell me I could get the vegan version. But what they would do was they would cut the wedge in half and f- and do it on the grill where they would do the st- the steaks and the hamburger meat. Yeah. So no matter what the Wedge salad would always taste like like a really yummy oh, like no. steak or like a beef flavor. So yeah, because it had those residuals. And that is not there. cool for me. Murder no. lettuce. <laughs> yes, murder so lettuce. Can we, yeah. can we share Wet the wedge salad? Lettuce. We absolutely can. <laughs> I, absolutely. I love that. It's a wedge salad that's cooked on the grill. That is like dead animals dead yeah, well, on I, it. I, like it's I, killing me <laughs> i agree with, i and i would also like to share in it but i would i'm gonna go this route is that it's a fucking hoax you think it's one thing <laughs> you think it's this fancy ass fucking yeah, salad exactly. but you know what it is a somebody cut a piece of fucking iceberg lettuce put some ranch on it and charged you 12 goddamn dollars so for it i hate that it's not healthy so because i know that george has like such a deep seated <laughs> thing against wedge salad and so i'm I sorry that i brought it up that is a villain yeah. salad right that here. is a villain salad <laughs> like this is what i wonder does audrey too poop she does you just She's sit in the stock and yeah, disintegrate like anaconda you just like slowly <laughs> I'm curious because it doesn't look, I don't know if you guys remember this, but like when he was eating Audrey one and like she came out, she didn't really have any bite marks or anything on no. her. He was just kind of like trying to swallow her. <laughs> like what, did, where do they go? What, did, what happens? You just sit in there alive while you you're sitting there digest. Hey, that reminds That's me. That's creepy as shit. I totally forgot to mention, I did see a deviant art. I'm, I am so When I was doing research, research that one night, I was going down some dark paths. But DeviantArt had, I'm pretty sure it was Audrey 2, it was like this person that was like, I want to be eaten by Audrey 2 so bad, like people think that this is scary, but like I would live in there. And there was like art 
of like the inside. It was like an x-ray of Audrey too. And there's like a person like scared, just like sitting in its like belly or whatever. And a person commented on, on it and they were like, nice. <laughs> that was their finish. That was their thing. So somebody else drew it. They were just commenting. Oh my god! People on the internet anyway. need Jesus <laughs> <laughs> so badly. <laughs> Eric, did you come up with Rocky? I was just thinking: Have I used uh, have, have I used Rocky Mountain oysters on yes, this you before? Ha- well, you mentioned them. I don't know if you used them. I think you else. mentioned them. I think it's good for this one as far as it's like... Why would Audrey 2 be Rocky Well, because you you think it's planned, but it's like, no, it's a big dick. And you think oysters are oysters, and it's like, no, they're balls. <laughs> That's fair. I could see that. It's kind of also... It's a villain. It's a yeah. villain. You know, it's you, so it's, good sliding I was trying to think throw. of something Deception. else where you get told Deception. you're eating one thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah. like the name head, is head cheese. You're being misled, but it's like head cheese. It's brains. It's coming from the head. Like, I don't think and it's Audrey too And Audrey 2 has a big head. It's not you she did. About it. <laughs> I suppose because both. this yeah. villain is a plant, we could also ask the question, like, the, I feel like the upper bulb would be, like, meat, but the stalk would be, like, really nice, like, broccoli, like, thick veg. Well, it would be, like, an artichoke. What would it taste like? An artichoke like? heart. It would taste like an artichoke heart I think stalk. Audrey, too, this would taste like asparagus. So I made asparagus the other oh, day. I oh. roasted some, and George was like, it smells like vegetable cum. And I think that that's what Audrey, too, would taste like. <laughs> 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 I want to keep my shared wedge salad idea, but I also want to say that Audrey could, too could just be an artichoke that you boil and then you like peel the leaves off and you mm-hmm. dip it in some like an ranch, asparagus eaten suggestively and you pull it with your mouth. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you're devouring that artichoke heart just to get to the center. Did All I right. say artichoke heart? I yeah. You're mine. eating the artichoke <laughs> to get to the artichoke heart. Mine yeah. is deliciously. Which is near the stock. Mine is delicious asparagus, perfectly cooked asparagus. But as you're about to eat it, it's like tongue the head, and you're like, oh. <laughs> and then you have to. Is Audrey two and the dentist hot or not, Natasha? Yes, because Both? of yes, yes and yes, because of the voice. I like that deep mm-hmm. and confidence. Yes. And also, he didn't, the plant, didn't actually make Seymour do anything. It was just annoying. And Seymour was kind of a puss. (laughs) (laughs) And the doctor, I mean, he just knew what he wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say both are hot. Because Steve Warren has always been hot to me, especially... No matter what his hair color is, um, all all of his outfits are cool. Um, <laughs> he was dating Audrey one, and he never like abused her in the dentist chair, which is something that I would not be into. I'm not a Bill Murray, um, so I probably still date him. Audrey two, he did slap her up and gave her a shiner. Yeah, I would probably in just silhouette and in off camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm the type of person that would be like every time, like I don't like that you do that you're working for me like we're working for each other and like if he doesn't like that which he probably wouldn't it would probably probably be just like a one night thing but um i'm fine with it but audrey too um <laughs> like he can like sit me down in a chair and like pull me close like he did with seymour like that would be fine <laughs> um it would be weird if i nursed him from a baby though 
Yeah. I see that. But I liked the phone scene. It was like, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Like he can call me over, like from across the street and have me, like, come over. Right? Hey, you up? And then, because I'm not the type of person that's like, oh my God, eat me. I'm so hot. I don't think that's hot. I don't want him to eat me. Fair. George? Uh, you can I mean, say no, by the way. That's totally a thing. Yeah, no. you can totally say no. <laughs> you can say no. <laughs> to Ask all of this? Permission. I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm not into plant sex <laughs> or alien sex. I guess it may depend on the alien. No, I don't know. May not. I don't How many know. aliens have you been uh, uh, But, uh, I, I mean, I, I get the sexy uh, voice of the Audrey 2. The dentist, I mean, he's a douche, but man, was he cool. He was cool. He was he cool. He had a motorcycle. I mean, like... He had a nice job. Like, I don't... Like, that's fucked up, dog. Like, you don't treat women like that, but... <laughs> he was a cool but dude. But he had that voice. And, don't be a dancer. Come on, dog. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. That's, 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 yeah. That's nice. <laughs> he was a dork, and he owned it. Yeah. You know what? Actually... Just a button. There was a scene in the film when he sees Audrey 2 in the window and he acts really innocent. Like when he's talking, it's Audrey 1 and Seymour explaining what Audrey 2 is to him. And he's like, that's a cool plant in the window. What is that? Blah, blah, blah. I'm a simple man. I don't understand anything. Yeah, Help yeah. me. And it was so cute. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess in context, yes, they're, they're both hot. Yeah. Cool. I, in context, do not think that the dentist is hot. That's fair. Yeah. I just like... I love that idea. Like, I like, I think that Audrey, too, is hotter. Just in it's, like, it's very, like, an anthropomorphized kind of a way. You know what I mean? It's got this, like, sexy-ass voice. And it almost feels like there's this danger implied with being with him. Like, it's almost like he could be the Seymour. Where it's, yeah. like, you're not in actual danger, but there is a danger implied. Yeah. Yeah. versus with the dentist where it's like you know. you're with this re- you're in this relationship with somebody he's giving you a shiner he's like he put her arm in a sling at one point like yeah. that to me is not romantic and sexy yeah. in he any made sort fun of, of her way. for falling off of his motorcycle yeah like that's fucked up like that's not <laughs> cool you know what i mean like it's steve martin steve martin in other contexts i'm like yes yeah. ma'am but like otherwise like in this yeah. movie not so much audrey two planes wins. trains and automobiles or just, like, have you seen, like, <laughs> pictures of Steve Martin when he's younger? Yeah. And he's just, like, hairy, rug person. Like, he's nice. like, you know, salt and pepper, lots of, like... He is nice yeah. looking. Yeah. Like, hell yeah, I'm jumping on that train. I'm on it. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. cute. Yes. He's cute yeah. as yes. shit. Like, I'm all for it. No. Yeah. Funny man, make me laugh. But, like, in this, he was just, like, he was actually out and out abusive, and I can't... I can't. I'm like, she shows up I am borderline. I will say that. I'm borderline. And I would hate him, but I would I would use him the way he would use me because he's so hot. I would sure. have sex with him. Just like once. For sure. Yeah. And yes. then just Everybody like, is going to have sex with Steve Martin once. <laughs> hey, everybody's gonna and Seymour. The aesthetic and Audrey is hot. Too. I think I that's what it is, right? The aesthetic of the aesthetic oh, is hot. Is hot yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would not but, have sex with Seymour, though. I would. No, because Seymour would be like, is this okay? Well, the whole time it's I'm gonna be like, no. <laughs> You're like, can you just yeah. beat my ass up you, like Orion would, please? You can be taught. Like, I thought you didn't like Orion. I don't think you just don't want to admit you like <laughs> Maybe it would just be fun to show Seymour a bunch of porn one night. And just have him be like, oh, oh, yeah. What? And just see his reactions to that. That would be really fun. I want Bush Nick there to be like, yeah, that's a no good Nick. <laughs> 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 
No, he said that. I'm just <laughs> quoting him. And I've waited this long to use it. <laughs> oh, no. He calls the dentist no good, Nick. And I was yeah. like, write it down. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel? Uh, I... Steve Martin is cute, and this is his second 80s Doctor musical, because he was also in the Bee Gees' Sgt. Peppers, oh, doing what? Maxwell Silver Hammer as a surgeon with a weird musical number that was also kind of creepy and... Oh, and then Novocaine, uh, too. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I like looked a... up like IMDb this stuff, and he's yeah, in Novocaine. Well, well, I don't know what's with him. Is that 80s, too, though? No, it's that's 2001. Two, oh, yeah, two. Okay, I was going to yeah. say... I just thought his character was a villain who they were like, he's got to be really dreadful, unfuckably evil. Like, you just want him dead. I agreed with that. I was like, I really liked when Bill Murray took him to task. And Bill Murray was my hero. Yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah, bring it. And just like made him feel really small. So he like tried to torture our hero Seymour. He was a perfect villain, but eh. Too, too slappy and abusive and shitty yeah. for me. Like, he could have taken that energy and had a very good kink relationship right. that didn't involve fucking up his patients. So to me, that's where that right. falls off to me. But like, Fair. Or even two like, fuck years. up your patients, but also with your girlfriend, just be like, yo, I'm into this kind of shit. Or just be a good fucking have, dentist like... and meet up with Bill Murray every week. Yeah, like, there like, you go. Like, really, like, uh-huh. let that build up for yourself. You know, there's healthier things to do with those puppy crushing feelings, kids. Yeah. Do like a Fifty Shades of Grey thing and make him sign a contract. You know? No, he needs them to cry <laughs> like Sin City. But you can pretend. Yeah. But Audrey uh-huh. too is sexy and wet and bulbous in all the right ways. You keep it's using just, wet, and I'm like putting always, things together. It's for so you. shiny, like all over, that I was like, yeah. I didn't remember the puppet being like plants aren't and that veiny. wet unless you water them. Oh, so yeah, it was like right? constantly like it was wet and ready. Like yeah. that plant was just like ready At to go. At all times, except for when it was like it fell. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And it was like limp dick, and it was very yeah. like dry looking. It went and whenever from, it was like, like yeah. up and talking, it was glistening and just yeah. like dicky. it was very manipulative. Yeah. All right. Um. Do the two of you have anything to like plug for yourselves? Anything you do around Seattle or like anything? No, we're bartenders. Yeah. Just bartenders. Yeah. Okay. Yo, come see me at El Grito uh-huh. every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We're up in the club. Mix it up. Mix it up. Margaritas all day. El Grito. El Grito. El Grito. Grito. Yes. Where is that? It's uh, South Again. South Again. Super good. That's fancy. It's really good. El Grito is actually referring to uh, El Grito de Dolores, which is the uh, Mexican Independence Day. It was the the cry that... um, that uh, I can't remember his name because no. I'm kind of drunk. Now. <laughs> Good guess though. Good guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, Miguel Hidalgo uh, cried out to the town. I to got you, boo. Basically, all the all the poor people, meaning oh, Man, come people. I'll bring, I'll give you all get together, home. and we are going to fight the Spanish. Yeah. Okay, and George is a nerd. You guys culture. both work there? No, I work okay. in an Irish pub. So, but, yeah. but you're both bartenders. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's cute. Yeah, so it's like we basically spend all day bullshitting. With people. We spend all day doing this. Yeah. You know what you guys should do if you've never done this before is go home and make the same drink at the same time and see which one tastes better. Oh, he'll always win. Really? Yeah. He makes really good drinks. He does. He's been bartending way longer than me, and he's got like he's like got like knowledge and stuff, and I just have like a superior palate. So <laughs> for the audio listeners, George is shrinking modestly, but he knows he makes. A good drink. He does. Yeah, he he does, does make really good drinks. Yeah, I love everything he puts in front of me. Right, baby? 
Yeah. Like this podcast. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what are we doing next time on Not Bad Guy? The Super Hot Bad Guy podcast is doing Q from the Star Trek universe. Oh, since goodness. Season We're new. Was that the Picard one? Okay, so Q shows up in Star Trek Next Generation, Star Trek Voyager, Deep Space Nine, and I think another one. But he's in, like, he's around, so I'm super excited. He's, like, super, like, Loki-esque character. I'm I'm into it. You guys were so awesome. Yes. so much fun. This This was so fun. fun. Yeah. Thank you for saying so, because it would have been awkward if I said it. I know, uh, right? You guys were great. I'm just glad we were all Oh, thank you. Oh, this <laughs> okay, thanks um, for spending no, your thank you. evening thank you for, uh, with us. us. Yeah. Really awesome. This was Wait, so fun. Did I know. just wanted to put in like an extra little bit. I changed our Tumblr URL. So everywhere else you can find us at Hot Bad Pod. That's our um, Gmail account. So you can send in a Creep Corner story if you'd like. I, we didn't read one in this episode. But basically, if you want to send in... Whatever, if you want to talk about, like, whatever oh, villain you think is super hot is, or something. Shut up. Sorry. I am trying to end the podcast. We're talking about I'm Natasha's trying. dog now. Is it that yes. time of the night? Because he's cute. Yeah. He's doing something I'm weird. fighting not to talk about the dog the whole podcast. He's doing something like, cute. Okay. It's hard. Crib Corner stories. You can even, like, send in stories about your parents or your friends or whoever doesn't want to talk about their, like, super hot villain crush. You can send it in for them on their behalf at um, hotbadpod at gmail.com. But our Tumblr URL specifically, I've changed it to super hot villains just because I feel it's more visible, it's more explanatory, it's easier to understand kind of what we're about. We're on iTunes, we're on SoundCloud. Eric, creep it sleazy. Is Q a cutie? We'll find out next time on the Super Hot Bad Night. Wow. Oh, oh, nice. It's easy. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. good job. You put words together. Good job, Barry. <laughs> <Okay>. Hey. <laughs> Feed me see more. Feed me all night long. That's right, boy. You can do it. Feed me see more. Feed me all night long. <laughs> Cause if you feed me, see my I can grow up big and strong. I make it worth your while.